Yes, people can be interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed clearly and effectively. Welcome to the Research and Destroy podcast. Here's what we do. Step one, we take a subject. Step two, research the shit out of that subject. And step three, destroy the subject as we discuss what we found. With your hosts, John, Adam, and Justin. This is John Leary. (laughs) (laughs) This is Adam Couchy. This is Justin. (laughs) Highly specific. Yeah. First 10 seconds. Yeah. People are like, who are these people? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Bunch of weirdos. Um, today, in, in today's episode, we're talking about propaganda. And uh, you probably know what it is, but if not, for those that don't, I'm going to kind of define it just so we can all know exactly what we're talking about here. Uh, propaganda is, especially nowadays, it's it's kind of thought of as a deceptive, a way to, a deceptive way to communicate and manipulate people. But it wasn't always that way. Propaganda used to be just communicating ideas, trying to get people to agree with your idea. But uh, oftentimes nowadays, especially when it comes from government, the government in particular, propaganda is viewed as only showing the the positive facts of something and omitting all of the, the negative things that might convince you to, to disagree with the, the thing, the message they're conveying. <clears throat> they might tell you about, um, you know, uh, all the be- the benefits to the economy that a power plant's going to have and how many jobs it's going to have and how much power is going to be cheaper. But what they don't talk about when the messaging about that comes out is they don't talk about the pollution to the environment and the destruction of you know bird life and whatever else might come out of it. That part's admitted completely. And so the propaganda aspect of it is it's communicating a message to get you to agree with something, but usually leaving out the, the, the parts that are not, uh, what's the word? <laughs> are, are negative and there's a couple different types of do you care if i keep going about this for a second about propaganda in general so there's a couple different techniques uh that of propaganda actually let me let me stop for a second hey guys <laughs> uh adam what do, you know, what do you what do you know about propaganda i know some stuff i uh but the stuff that i'm talking about i'll go into more detail with but i know of historic some historical propaganda from my College days and more recently, books primarily are my source of reading <laughs> yeah. about them. Weird. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. But I have seen some propaganda kind of films, uh, and I actually had a bunch of similar. I'm kind of leaking a part of my topic away, but I used to. I, I still have a handful of old 1940s and 50s uh, Russian propaganda posters in my basement. Interesting. Yeah. Well, John, what do you know about propaganda? What was your experience with propaganda? I know that propaganda can be both good and bad. Mm-hmm. So, how can um, it be good? I will, leave, I will leave the episode on that note. No, no kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that was my input. <laughs> propaganda no, but, uh, is a thing. Good night. <laughs> Pro- propaganda, I think, has the negative connotation now, uh, which I understand. It makes sense. But if you think about it, even little things like, um, say, well, if you're on this side of it, Obama's hope poster, that would be, you know, pretty good propaganda, right? It's not promoting like Nazi propaganda, like, you know, let's take over all of Europe type stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's technically propaganda. So, I mean, for I assume the three of us here are pretty liberal fellas. We would see that as good propaganda. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah, it's all <laughs> it's it's red, white and blue. It says hope underneath it. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. so. 
So propaganda, I, I, the word sounds sounds evil, but it, it, it can be used for good, too. So True. Um, yeah. well, let me tell you a little bit about what I know. Just And honestly, a lot of it came up in my research. So not in my specific topic, subtopic of research, but just in general, what I know about propaganda or what I now know about propaganda. Uh, propaganda has been around for centuries, but the term itself wasn't like coined until the, uh, 1622. The Pope actually came up with the term. Uh, he established the Congregation of Propaganda. Uh, he created the group for the express purpose of trying to win back Catholics who had taken up the Protestant faith during the Reformation. So that's where it came oh. from, was essentially creating, mess- spreading the word, creating messages to convince people of things. But historically, it wasn't always negative. It was, you know, I mean, like there's good, there's good um, propaganda now, like the truth or whatever it is, the anti-smoking campaign. Yeah. Right. Which is actually, well, I found out, funded by the uh, funded by the tobacco companies. It turns out, and the Pope. No, but the, <laughs> prop, is it? That sounds like a uh, conspiracy theory. No, no, they they, they were for, there was some legislation that forced them to actually put out things telling people what the true effects of cigarettes are. So if you look at the backers of the Truth Campaign, it's actually uh, tobacco companies. So it's a weird oh. thing. Yeah. I mean, couldn't we agree that like propaganda is just media that is designed to convince you of one thing or the other? Like, it and, is. and a lot of times nowadays political, but in general, you can maybe consider like even some advertising as propaganda. I don't know where that line's drawn. Well, okay. So here's what I think is, this is what I read. So the general idea is that it's like persuasive statements versus propaganda statements. Persuasive statements... It's like an ethical line. That's what it is. The ethical line is drawn when um, the messaging is trying to convince you of something that's not in your best interest. Generally, that's what propaganda or it's not telling you the truth. Like it's lying to you. That's generally negative. Like that's when it's propaganda. It's negative propaganda. Gotcha. So it's Um, something that's hiding the truth that is exaggerating its greatness. Well, I mean, in that it's lying by omission, right? It's, that's kind yeah. of the same thing. Like, if I'm a politician and all I talk about is the positive effects my things are that my plans are going to have, and never talk about the negative effects, like yeah. technically I'm not lying. I mean, oftentimes they are. They're greatly exaggerating or outright lying about their the positive effects because when experts review the proposed <clears throat> plans and stuff like that, many times it's they're like, yeah, that's so, never going to work like that. But so Dare was pretty propagandistic as a youth was, when they yes. said that marijuana is bad, right? Yes. That kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, it's propaganda. propaganda. I wouldn't normally it think was, of it as propaganda, but I, I think it is. It you is. can. I mean, it was backed by a politician, essentially. But propaganda isn't just government stuff. I mean, like the, the, <clears throat> right. the anti-smoking right. campaign. I mean, technically that's yeah. backed by the government too, but, but there's plenty of things that like, you know, have propaganda. I mean, they have propaganda against pokemon because it's of the devil and stuff like that there's <laughs> propaganda around that you know what i'm saying like there's propaganda yeah. around lots of things right yeah makes sense Just uh, usually think yeah. of it as government oriented because so, they have a lot of power i think that's where a lot of the what we think of modernly as propaganda comes from especially because we often look back to world war ii where it became like a really big visual thing yeah come get the japs that kind of stuff yeah. <laughs> like where they yeah, would say exactly. stuff like that like they would paint um, I, this is something really interesting I learned about propaganda is that to be like jaywalking is literally, I, I want to say, and I, I, I might be making this up now or misremembering, jay, a jaywalker was usually associated with, boy, I hope it's not Irish people, <laughs> 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 I, but I think that's what it was. Really? Uh, 
Yeah. So like from the earliest 20, so essentially at one point I saw this on, you ever seen that show Adam ruins everything? Yeah. They basically, basically takes a subject and, and all your preconceived notions about it are wrong. That's the whole premise of the whole show. And he spends the, the whole 30 minutes like tearing apart the idea. Debunking stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so there was one about cars being this like amazing thing. That's all about freedom and all this stuff. Well, apparently before cars were around, like city streets had some things for trams, you know, not tr- uh, horse-drawn carriages, stuff like that. But for the most part, people could be walking in the street and walking on the sidewalk, whatever. Or, or they did, maybe didn't even have sidewalks or whatever. And everybody used public transportation like trams and stuff like that. But as soon as the cars came around, people were driving too fast and started running over people. And then the car companies started coming up with terms calling people cro- walking across the street jaywalkers, which is... I want to say it was like I thought it was had something to do. It was like a, a slur, basically. Oh, see, I, I thought you were you mentioned Japanese people, and I thought it might have been like a thing like J stood for Japanese, and like it was a you know j, you know Japanese. Maybe they were saying like a racist thing, like Japanese people typically cross the street without following the rules or something like that. You know what I mean? I thought that's what you were going for there. It was a curse word, and it and it, it uh, was an inexperienced person, was like an idiot. Walking across the street, basically. And so, like, they used that term and it was this propaganda against people walking because they wanted to not have – because basically, literally, they were talking about outlawing cars. Like, that was oh, on the shit. table, apparently. But obviously, the benefits of automobiles <sighs> far outweighed it. But, like, some yeah. types of cars are really useful, right? So, like, they didn't because, it, you know, it would be very useful for transporting stuff long distances. But, like, for short-distance travel, like, public transportation built out, robust public transportation is much more efficient. Right. Like, so that they, it was like propaganda because it, you know, they basically took this term and people didn't want to be jaywalkers. And now it's like to the point where it's a legal term now. Yeah. It's it's against the law to jaywalk. Essentially. Right. Jaywalking yeah. is a term that the government and police use. And it's like a slur kind of. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's weird. It, it's a very successful uh, propaganda right there. Right. I would not, I would not think of that as being propaganda. I would just I think of that as being a rule. Now. But <laughs> now, like, yeah. right. But it's like, you know, there's. I don't know. So there's jaywalking, there's a, jaywalking is when you cross the street, but not at the crosswalk, right? Right. You you're supposed to cross wherever you want. Sanctioned walk crossing spaces. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Right. But yeah. like, I mean, we all have that. We all have that unwritten thing in our head where we're like, "Come on, there's no cars coming. Come on." You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, I was, I was actually super cautious about that, like in Denver and previously in Florida, because like <laughs> people in those, like, typically in Florida, stuff like that too. The cops have like nothing better to do, so they just like pull you over for random stuff. It's true. So, like. Chicago, you just like walk in front of a cop and like they don't give a shit at all. Yeah, like, yeah. Big cities, it's a different story. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I know, I know in San Fran too. My brother too. Whatever he says that he I think he got a ticket for jaywalking. Like it's insane. Like they care about everything. Yeah, in San Francisco, I when I whenever I go there, I'm like I'm like I walk <clears> right <throat> up to the thing. I hit the little button. I wait for it to for the hand to go away and a little yeah. walker guided. And I'm like now I can cross. And yeah, because it's a good uh, you're goddamn right. I'm a goddamn real American. I do. I do. <laughs> well, they. Uh, but, uh, but also in San Fran, it's uh, famous for having like those one way streets. So like you think you can turn this way, but you can't because like yeah. that street's actually only going this way. So you're like, ah, shit. So you really it's probably just a smart idea to not jaywalk there. But right. anyways, I'm not racist. So. Well, they had a thing you know. in here in Gainesville where it's a college town where on campus people expect cars to stop for them. Yeah, like students do. Students expect yeah, cars yeah. to stop for them because when people cross street, everybody stops, and that's like the rules around campus. But you know, as you move away from campus, because the city's kind of largely centered around the campus, 
yeah. as you move away, people don't do that anymore. As you, you know, further and further out, well, people kept getting hit by cars. So they made like this huge thing about jaywalking, like fines huh. a couple of years ago. When I was that age, uh, I was under the impression that the the civilian always has the right of way. So like, no matter what, the civilian always has the right of way. Is that still the case? Like, or it, like you still have to like follow like the rules of the road, right? You still have to like, yeah. you can't. Like, don't walk when it says don't walk, right? Well, but I mean, are you going to put it to the test where you're like, see, I should have had rules of the road. Now I'm dead as hell. <laughs> yeah, no. Or I had right away. Like, it's, you know. <laughs> it's like crosswalk. I think you have it, though. You, but you can't just, like, walk across any random-ass road and, like, say that you're in the, in the right. There's certain places you're supposed to be able to cross. I mean, those yeah. Right away. I, I don't know. But the point, the point of that whole thing was that jaywalking, you never th- think of it, but it started out as a way to, like, shame people for getting in the ways of cars when really yeah. people had the right of way. Like they were, it was their street and right. car people launched this campaign and it was super duper successful to the point where, you know, it, it it's changed part the of an world. institution now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking car people. <clears throat> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's just, one. but it's the car, the idea of cars. This is, I'm going to keep going a little bit about that. Even the idea of cars being this like symbol of freedom for people, like, Teenagers want to get them because it gives them freedom, but you're like, like immediately strapped with like the burden of paying for it and insurance and maintenance and gas and it's insane. Yeah, for how well, and, and most of the day it just sits there cooking in the sun. I mean, mm-hmm. we could we could probably talk a lot. I mean, that that era of the '50s and stuff like that when that became a big deal with cars and the suburbs and the, the whole Amer- like all American lifestyle was just one big propaganda push. Right. I mean, a lot of that stuff comes down to the ads and, and the things that you recall, the commercials and things like that, that you recall that time period, which in itself is just this <clears throat> horrified propaganda that the U S put out there to it, promote it, job it, growth. And it, well, I was going to, I was going to suggest that's probably, it was probably pro capitalist propaganda because that was right sure. at the time when we were starting to get into the cold war, right. Yep. Right after world war two. So we were like, you know, Russians, stinky old Russians and their and their communism. You know what I mean? We're all about, you know, the biggest cars with the biggest engines and as many cars as you want. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Capitalism. So, capitalism. You see as many engines as you want. <laughs> Is that what you just said? <laughs> I want my car. I want my truck to have three engines. Oh, man. Front, back, and sideways. What? <laughs> that is not how cars work. America. <laughs> <laughs> Their Civics have 12 engines. I've seen Civics with 12 engines. Don't joke. <laughs> you grew up in Florida. You know with Civics with 12 engines. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Four pistons. <laughs> too fast. Way too furious. Way um, too fast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, so we're this far into it. Who wants to start? Who started last time first? Was it you, Adam? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was me. You, you mind if I start? Go for it. Sure. All right. Here I go. Now that we've recorded our opinions, I, I think we should investigate to find out whether or not our opinions are based on good reasons. So, what necessary. I'm talking about today is propaganda. Oh, <laughs> got mine. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. So I, I've got a couple I really do some research. Yes. So I did. I, what I really wanted when I started researching was I wanted I wanted to find like really crazy uh, examples uh, of like trying to influence other countries by a major country. You know, I want, like I'm not not necessarily I wanted I didn't want governments. I mean, I could have done governments influencing their own people, but I wanted, 
governments influencing well maybe it's some of it's their own people but i really wanted them like really doing like weird things that isn't like the poster that says like go get our enemies because that one's obvious yeah extreme propaganda yeah right i wanted some something interesting so i found a couple examples uh so i found an example that i'm just gonna kind of get it's gonna be a little listy but bear with me all right so i found one where and this is very recent which kind of blew my mind there was a song called la bestia have you ever heard of it? Uh-huh. No. No, I hadn't either. Uh, it's it's a Latin song, and America paid people to uh, I don't remember who who they paid, but they paid. So it was a hit. It was a hit song in Central America called La Bestia, and people in Honduras, Guatemala, Salvador uh, were requesting it from their radio stations, and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection commissioned it. It's a, it's a song that about a dangerous train called the Beast, where thousands of immigrants ride to cross into the U.S. Risking assaults, oh, robbery, no. murder, kidnapping, and rape. <sighs> like the lyrics of the song are about how horrible it is to get on the train to America. <laughs> all, all trying to cut down on people trying to cross the border. How recent is this? 2014. <laughs> I was going to say, is this like last week? <laughs> yeah. No. This actually could be last week. Like, yes, uh, right. It could be the last week. two years, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's yeah. that was Obama time. You know? Yeah. I can't so, believe Obama commissioned that. Well. I'm not sure Obama himself commissioned it. I don't think Obama. I don't think the president signs off on every single. No, no, he song. doesn't. He just tells the CIA to do it. Right. Not every single one, but no, most. Yeah. Of them. He actually wrote the lyrics to this one. Um, <laughs> he's got shit to do. Yeah, he's a busy guy, or was. I don't know what he does now. Not so um, busy. Not much. Yeah, he's not not that much. By but the way, I, I I I just remembered the joke I was going to say earlier before my internet cut out. <laughs> um, so so the, the so the topic is propaganda huh well buzzfeed uh in the dictionary um if you look up uh, propaganda it says see buzzfeed that joke would have been better if it i wish your internet would cut out again <laughs> <laughs> damn it uh, that's oh, fair. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it wasn't funny; it's that I didn't understand it. Yeah. Well, so 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 BuzzFeed, because you know the joke is I always do a BuzzFeed you article. Yes. So BuzzFeed BuzzFeed says just go to the dictionary, look at propaganda. You look at propaganda in the dictionary. It says see BuzzFeed. You know, it's just I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a propaganda <laughs> joke. Yeah. Must go on the right side. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm on the wrong side. Um, well, I'm on the I'm on BuzzFeed side. So, <clears throat> so this uh, I'm going to keep going. So this song uh, essentially it was a multi-million dollar campaign called the Dangers Awareness Campaign, and it was all of it was meant. And so it's a campaign uh, now, like it's they know of it uh, was meant to deter immigrants from entering the U.S. <laughs> so the whole point of it uh, was sung in Spanish by a guy named Eddie Gans, who is a wedding and bar mitzvah singer in the U.S. <laughs> So, so let, let me understand. This is propaganda put out by uh, an American saying that America is a bad place to be to immigrants to keep immigrants from coming into America. From wanting to come to America, yes. Yeah, okay. it, was, it, was, it was a song, like a pop song, or I don't know if pop song is the right word. Like they all the lyrics are about how like, ho- like it, to make it sound like not a fun place. So two things. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm an immigrant wanting to come into America, I would say to that – why is that guy still living in America if America is so terrible? Second thing, I don't think they got out there and like announced that it was. Oh well, okay. So so second thing, there's one pop song I can think of that keeps me out of Korea, and it's Gangnam Style. So wow, that's it, why I so, want to go there. 
propaganda <laughs> propaganda works yeah yeah but he but Cy went to like cal something like some amazing music school in california that's where he learned how to like, create music is that so yeah he's like an american like where like, is that he's an intelligent guy that went to like american like the school in your state and then left and then wrote that song to like hmm. well didn't, didn't uh kim jong whatever which one he is in un yeah, oh, Kimmy. Wasn't he educated outside <laughs> of his country? Oh, maybe. I thought I so. I thought surprised. he was educated in like Europe this or something. All propaganda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, it blows my it kind of blew my mind because it's like the US literally made a hit song that was being requested in Central America, but it literally was being requested like it was a hit. And people could you know the whole thing was like some songs could be like, you know, they it could romanticize America. Or, yeah. you know, because, I mean, you know, we have songs that romanticize other countries, Europe and, and France and stuff like that. Not that Europe's a country. But you know what I mean? Like, just it, it, I, it romanticizes other places or makes, like, New York sound amazing, right? And so, like, it makes sure the, we go to New York. But The know. best propaganda song I know is I See London, I See France, <laughs> I, I See Ladies Underpants. Is that how that song so, goes? There's a place so, in right? France where the naked ladies dance. And yeah, there's a hole in the wall where the boys can see it all. <laughs> I don't think minute. that's propaganda. I think that's just truth. One of the things I, <laughs> of the things I will say is okay, that they got you, didn't they? This, this, this song, <laughs> this song must be utterly amazing, right? Because first of all, if you if you want to sell a song to people in South America, telling them don't come to the U.S., which is something they, that a lot of them want to do. First of yeah. all, that's hard. Yes. Second of all, this guy's a bar mitzvah singer. So he's got. So the point is, he's got the goods. Yeah, he's got (laughs) some goods. But you put those two together. How do you make a hit song with that combo? That's got to be incredibly hard. Did he pay for this? Like this melody? Did he? I I don't understand. I I gotta hear the song. (laughs) It doesn't make. I did. I tried to. I tried to find it. Let me see if I can find it again real quick. Is Uh, it banned in our country? No, it's on SoundCloud. I'll send it to you. So 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 let me understand. So like. Sorry, so the whole thing, the whole thing nowadays with with politics, at least in the past two years, is that like one side is very anti-immigration um, and the other side is okay with immigration, um, okay. whether it be legal or illegal. So you're saying that during a a a, a liberal president's term, that there was a song put out by an American saying. Don't go to America. America is terrible. Saying that. I mean, it wasn't put out South by. Americans. It was. It was commissioned by the government. Our government, right? Yes. The the yes. Our government commissioned it. Be, I mean, it's even though they're like welcoming to immigrants. It's not like it's. It, it wasn't an open border. Even under Obama, it right. wasn't an open border. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, they still have. They still have processes. They still have rules. They're also, you know, the difference, the key difference between the way Obama did things or the Obama administration and the current administration do things is they were at least compassionate. Obama's administration was yeah. compassionate, whereas true, the current administration yeah. paints them like they're monsters. Well, they put kids in cages, so that's the that's the really bad part. But yeah, so you're saying, <laughs> well, so you're saying Trump immigrants have a song created. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying right. They're still they still have like they both have to keep some immigrants out. It's not like every immigrant that comes in is allowed in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the but, method but did Obama, did he need to write a song about it? Well, he, I don't Can Obama just... didn't write it. I don't know. I'm sure they <laughs> yeah, had a whole whatever. brainstorming session. What else? What, what ideas got turned away? That's what I want to know in that session. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I got this song. It's called the beast. It's about a train and everybody that gets on the train gets murdered and raped. And 
And they're like, oh, that's a really good idea, Johnson. What else do we got? (laughs) Who's going to sing it? Well, 18 years ago when I turned into a man. (laughs) So do they get murdered? So in the song, do they get murdered and raped once they enter America? Is that the idea? I believe that's the idea is they come here to a life of misery. Here's the thing, like, because I watched, I mean, now probably. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it's true. Here's the thing. So I watched the whole thing on Vice and literally there is a, a, a train like people will ride on the top of a train yeah. that go, goes from South America through Mexico up to the border. So right. I, th- this is a true thing. Like they, these immigrants will ride on a train, like even on the top of it to get to America. I mean, there's photos and, of that happening that when I did my yeah. looking at this, it, it's it's the thing that really happens. And it's I mean, I it makes it's not the worst idea I've ever heard. But the know. thing is, those people are escaping like drug wars and stuff that are happening in their countries like that's what they're that's why they're coming up here because sure. like they're but yeah, you have to so balance out as, as the customs i think as the customs uh agency you have to like balance you have a response i mean granted i think the customs thing in texas and california i think it's probably a lot of good old boys that don't mm-hmm. like people with brown skin anyways texas that's, at least mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i don't know if that's probably not universally the case but that seems to be what's happening when every time they show anything on the news. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, let's <clears throat> be also be honest. If you are riding on the top of a train to get to the United States, chances are the song is not going to deter you from getting <laughs> no. to get in. They're going to be like, oh, that song? That's yeah, all. but you might not stop at the United States. You might not make it all the way. You might be just think, I need to get out of my place instead of going, I need to get to the United States. Like maybe sure. it changes your perspective. Because if like, this is going to sound stupid, but I watched the movie Ratatouille and now I really want to go to France. <laughs> I know that's dumb. <laughs> I started the sentence with that, but they made it look like this like magical place. Everything's beautiful. Yeah. Food is this deli- delicate treasure that is like savored yeah. and whatever. And obviously food. Yeah. I get it. It's also where the naked ladies <clears throat> dance. Right. There's a hole in the wall, John. I'm not sure if you're familiar <laughs> with the the masterwork that is. <laughs> but the question is, can you see all of it? Well, the boys can. They can see it all. Into a, into a woman's hairy armpit. <laughs> Just like, oh, God. <laughs> ah, France. Oh, oh the French. France. Yes. Um. <laughs> Cigarette and armpit hair. <laughs> Why are those two things gross? <laughs> um, so they that's one of those cigarettes. things. Yeah. So uh, essentially, it's one of Mexico's freight trains. And the song, it's this wretched train of death with the devil in the boiler. <laughs> oh, my God. God. The message is clear. If you're thinking about migrating to America, you're probably going to suffer a violent death so miserable that your family won't even remember you or mourn your passing. God this damn. Is, this is in the song? I mean, this is the gist. No, no. The song, I don't, I don't know the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, Wait, is this Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so it's apparently one of several songs that the U.S. government commissioned to be produced and snuck into Hispanic radio playlists. In an attempt to convince people that attempting to reach the land of the free means crossing the apparently mortar-like hellscape of Central America. (laughs) I like this line. Um, My goodness. And it's better to stay where you are and deal with the cartels, basically. Like, the honestly, Customs and Border Protection, like, we as a people of America might be understanding, but the Customs and Border Protection Agency, they've got a job to do. They do, yeah. And it's not like they're... I'm going to go Nazis, I'm sorry. It's not the Nazis at, moved forward and pushed their. I'm sorry, <laughs> I know you said don't do it, but but they moved forward and pushed their. You know, they conquered people and pushed their agenda on others. Whereas these guys are just like, listen, we can't. You can't come into our space. That's the rules. 
Yeah. And so they're doing it so they don't have to like turn as many people away and even have to deal with that is yeah. stop it before it happens. It, hey, Adam, what was the over under on how soon somebody mentions the <laughs> in a propaganda podcast? Before we, before we yeah. started. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about don't bring up Nazis because it's the obvious. <laughs> 34 no, minutes in, man. It is true that kind of like if you think about it, um, like it, it, if there's a lot of people coming in from across the from down there and we can't let that many people in for whatever reasons, for legal reasons or whatever. It is kind of makes sense if you're just like, please, we understand you want to come here, but you can't. And then, you know, it's to kind of do a service to be like, hey, it's probably it may not be worth it for you to travel all the way here to the dangerous territory to try to get in when you probably won't. I can yeah. I kind of feel like that could be a, a good message. But I think embedding it into like a cryptic song that's just designed to make it sound evil on the train is it's kind ma- of a weird way to go about it. It's manipulative. <laughs> it is. But, yeah. but you know which what? Though, what which is the, the essence of propaganda. Right. Yeah. Podcast uh, over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Um, but the thing is, it's interesting. Uh, it's not the only song they they did. And it's um, USA isn't the only government doing it. Apparently, uh, in 2015, the Australian government handed over $4 million to a production agency to make a movie for the Afghan, Syrian, and Iraqi television about the dangers of trying to take a boat to Australia. And it was featuring plot lines about refugees drowning at sea, winding up in one of Australia's deeply unpleasant detention centers. Huh. Like, was that a, was that a big problem <clears throat> for Australia? Like, was there a lot of... Like, do you know how far Australia is from Syria? I don't. But far. Oh, well, know? it's re- it's really fucking far. It's spoiler alert, know, but yeah. Do you know how far Australia's problems are from my mind ever? <laughs> <laughs> I have never thought about a problem in Australia. That's true. Yeah. Their, their biggest problem by, like, is they think about our country as the country with the backwards flush. That's their problem. true, yeah. We have the right flush. They have the wrong That's flush. That's right. bullshit. Hashtag it, propaganda. Because we say their toilets flush backwards, but they say our toilets flush backwards. That's why... <laughs> We're a better country. Um, <clears throat> but they literally, they, they, I mean, I don't know. Do they just perceive that there might be a problem so they throw money at it? Or do they literally identify a problem first and then we're like, we need to fix this for more people, for more people coming. Here's $4 million. Make a movie about. Ladder, yeah, if it was, I mean. I bet yeah. it's problem first, now find a solution versus just yeah. guessing there's going to be a problem. All right. Well, Although, I got some more. It, it doesn't <clears throat> hurt to be proactive. It's like, if you think there's going to be a problem, Put out the propaganda ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wonder mean, if I that's guess ever happened, just, actually. Yeah. They're think, proactive versus reactive. I don't know. I think the Nazis did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was reactive, too, though. They were reacting to perceived injustices and conditions. You know, they were they were basically just blaming people and getting super nationalist about it. So I got another one. So apparently in China, they have a thing where um, their government controls the media. So like anything you're going to anything you're going to show on TV or movies or music or whatever the government has to like approve it basically. Like we in America we kind of just people just make stuff and it happens and sure there's censors but like you could put anything on the internet really as long as it's not criminal. But the Communist Party in China very tough strict censorship laws and they really try to limit outside influence on their people, on their youth to the point where they have created a lot of anti-Japanese because that's their like closest cultural uh, um, influence cohort influencer. So like that's where they a lot of the influence comes from is this kind of like very influenced by America country Japan because that's the case is they like took our culture and then like cranked it to eleven where it's all like <laughs> like a very it's a very interesting version of like what they thought America and New York was was 
You know, if you look at yeah, it, it's kind of what it's machines. like a little bit. Right. Yeah. Everything's crazy. But they, but so they, they, China's government is worried about Japan influencing them. Well, they created a bunch of almost one in every five TV dramas the government approved was about war against Japan. Really? Like they have their own, like it's all, it almost seems like they're obsessed with creating media about war against Japan. When was oh. this? Like since 2010. Easily too. I see. Really? In 2011 and 2000, between uh, 2011 and 2012, uh, one in every five TV dramas that uh, sc- that got government approval were about the war against Japan. I guess I'm super um, surprised that propaganda is still happening like now. Are you though? I mean, well, don't turn on the or, television then. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, I guess I mean that level of propaganda like, because literally, just, like thought through, organized propaganda like that. Yeah, yeah, really. Well, I mean, here's the thing: like, I know, like, the, if you know the history of China and Japan, they've been at war before. Like, Japan has invaded China, and it was like a brutal, brutal war. Like, Japan like whooped their ass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when they were trying to be like, this was like during World War II. This is why they were they were trying to do what Germany was doing and just take shit over. And then, of course, we leveled Japan, and then. China was okay again, Japan, but like, but yeah. oh, we leveled two cities and they were like screwed. But yeah, but so, so it's weird now that they're like, I mean, that they're trying to dredge that back up again, sort of, or I think they're trying to, so they're not trying to incite war. They're trying to make their youth or people in there in, in China think less highly or whatever of Japanese culture because they're like an enemy. So the the idea so oh and so I told you about one in every five TV dramas in 2013 one studio was filming 48 of these things at the same time, producing really? 48 different things and they're like insane stuff and they have you know you ever notice the like um the movie title here and then what it ends up being in a different country is like a really funny version of yeah. what we have <laughs> yeah yeah, right? yeah like it'll be called Beauty the and the Beast the here right yeah Beauty and the Beast here and there it's like man gorilla love story <laughs> right. <laughs> Like weird shit like that. <laughs> I kind of really want to see Mangarilla Love Story over Beauty and the Beast, to be very honest. I, I would rather see that movie. <laughs> we should write that movie. Please do. That's um, propaganda. Well, so essentially, and they're like insane, uh, uh, like very violent sometimes. The quote I read was they make inglorious bastards look like a documentary <laughs> oh it's not good right. um there's one called uh fabulous resisting japan hero <laughs> uh, a chinese warrior he basically he's he punched there's a scene where there's a screenshot i saw actually i just i'll just copy it and send it to you guys where he's literally ripping a dude in half <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy shit uh, there's one that's called the girl with the arrows. It's about a woman who gets raped by Japanese soldiers and then immediately oh becomes, my God. so then she becomes, uh, like Hawkeye level archery skills to get revenge. Awesome. And then there's one called, let us fight the devils together, <laughs> which don't bury the lead at all. Huh? <laughs> um, I assume the Japanese are the devils in this scenario. You nailed it. Um, wow. Which features a woman blowing up a POW camp after smuggling a bomb inside of a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my um, God. It's, it's I, still and now has I that don't... Ja- it has that Japanese <clears throat> level of pervertedness, too. You know well, what I mean? Well, Chinese level. But yeah. <laughs> well, true. But I guess uh, I guess they all love yeah. dildos in, in that yeah. side of the, uh, the world. So, yeah. <laughs> they all. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Racist propaganda. Yeah. 
and so apparently the the youth in china are kind of onto it like they're not really falling for the brainwashing they like kind of mock how bad these the Jap- japanese resisting uh, they call them japanese uh, resisting japanese bizarre dramas that's what the, yeah. the genre is called and they kind of laugh their ass off at how bad the si- the special effects are and production being bad and uh, taking them about really? as seriously as sharknado so it's yeah. not working <laughs> but it's pretty interesting so it's kind of weird that's kind of crazy i i i mean we don't do we do that here we don't do that here right like we don't promote like we don't make there aren't movies that like are specifically designed to manipulate us yeah against against another country are they i would say there's still a lot of residual stuff with russia from the cold war there's a lot of russian enemies classically but it's not being done by the the government well well hold on now because well because top gun was commissioned by the pentagon was paid for by the pentagon Yes, no. I think you can way. look that up. I want you to look that up, but I think Top Gun was paid for by the Pentagon. I think they were doing it as a recruitment tool, written so, by Obama. <laughs> but it wasn't like anti-Russian. It, it it had well, there were Russian bad guys in Top Gun, if I remember correctly. I mean, there's Russian but, bad guys and and like German bad guys and like everything, right? Yeah. Well, still, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, based on Russian and German stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie. I fucking love good Russian and German bad guy because they sound awesome. I do too. I'm like I'm always jealous of the bad guys more than I hate them. <laughs> so I, don't know, I don't know how well it's actually working. Like, like, like Adam shed a tear. Like, like Adam shed a tear when Hans Gruber fell off the building at the end of Die Hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was the same thing as Dumbledore falling off the building for me, dude. Yeah, right. Though John, Adam is he? I think he might just root for the bad guys though. In general, I love bad guys. There's something He's interesting like, about Then that stupid dickhead defeated Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> this dumb crane position. Idiot. It's clearly against the rules. <laughs> uh. So that's so there's a couple other things where like one country is trying to a lot of it's America. A lot of it's America. But the like apparently uh, shortly after the war on terror started, America tried to create a magazine for Middle Eastern teenagers that basically was funded by the United States, the State Department to show Arabic youth that American culture wasn't all 24 hour bombings and drone strikes. And it was literally trying to because eventually those people become the leaders, right? The the youth become a leader. So they're trying to put in sell like how awesome america is to these youth fucking didn't work i'm sure <laughs> um, yeah. no think, they still hate like us a all lot those, all those efforts to like make it a nice cool democratic place where everybody holds hands and you know sing songs and stuff is like it's like it's not gonna work yeah. give them like money make them nice stuff and like make a city there and like well but they're like shit. They're sitting there trying, you know, the thing was like their magazine selling them the Atkins diet and they just want to know why they're getting missile shot at their fucking buildings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, you guys have food? Yeah. They're like, they're like, what's a diet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see the word die. What is this T on the end? Yeah. <laughs> That's so terrible. The, the interesting thing is, is like, if you, you ever looked at like pictures of Iran before we intervened <laughs> in their elections. I was just going to talk about that. Yeah. In like the seventies. Yeah. I no, I'm talking about like the forties. Like Iran oh, used to be like funny. an awesome, like super democratic. Like the women didn't have like the shawls. Like they were just like allowed to like, where do they want people? They're smiling everywhere. It looked just like America. 
And then we like intervened in one election because we wanted to, because they wanted to have their oil be, um, they wanted their oil, the profits of it to go to the people. We wanted it to be privatized for our companies. So we took out the democratically elected guy that they had and put in a Shah, the Shah of Iran, who was like, yeah, let's give the oil to the Americans. Obviously, why wouldn't we do that? So then Iran just became like the shithole that it is now. No offense, you know, to Iran, but, you know, it does it. not to use Trump. Yeah. Not to use Trump's <laughs> word. Yeah, I know. Yeah, not to use Trump. But, I mean, I'd rather live here than Iran, so. Wouldn't be an episode of our podcast if we weren't shitting on the entire country. <laughs> God damn it, John. It's not if we, if we, it wouldn't be an episode of our podcast if John wasn't shitting on a whole other country. <laughs> okay, you know. Which you one of us lives think? in Florida, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got some more. There's a lot of like, uh, I was really hoping to find something North Korean when I was reading because yeah. they've got like their whole Ooh. thing is propaganda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But what I came across was something kind of more. I like, I know that they are, the whole thing is propaganda to their people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like when they try to like, one of my favorite things to see is when they make announcements about their technological like triumphs. Yeah. So like they're like we sent something into space. Like that's their with their article they releases and when everyone knows they didn't. Like the rest mm-hmm. of the world's like that didn't happen. Like at one point they announced they had working nuclear fusion. Yeah. I remember, you remember that? Like, lie. <laughs> well, it's like nobody has nuclear fusion yet. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah, exist no. yet. Like yeah. that's 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 like the goal of humankind is to have human fusion like oh, utilized yeah. for human like fusion. all Oh yeah, all, all <laughs> fusion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, so they apparently in the uh, late 90s, they put ads, full page ads in Western newspapers the talking about North Korea. Yes. And it's fucking fascinating. Like how I they like they put it in the new like they put it in the New York Times, the Guardian, the Sun, the Boston Globe, the Washington Post and um, the Irish Times, which I don't really know where. But some places <laughs> were hesitant to run them, but then realized that. They were nobody was gonna like fall for it, so they were like, "Yeah, thanks for the money." <laughs> well, also, yeah, Wait. I was gonna say they're, they're paying for it, so yeah. Wait, what, what did they put in there? Like full page ads, like sponsored content, basically of their lies. Like that's that thing I just sent you. It says all efforts to attain the goal of eight million tons of grain, and it's just a whole article about how successful they were doing it. <laughs> what? <laughs> for one, why would anyone care about fucking grain? So, yeah. well, you don't care about grain because you have a shitload of it in America, right? So like, much grain. It, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. You, you got grain. You rain say rain. Asia doesn't have a lot of grain? Well, no. But, well, I'm but saying. But they don't, though. Their resources well, are scarce. Isn't well, rice, a, is rice a grain? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting Adam's joke now. Yes. Rice is a grain. I know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Too. But, just, okay. <laughs> I'm so confused. Why is this being advertised here? We I'm laughing with Adam. Yeah. This is a. I, I, I don't know. I don't get it at all. <laughs> So what was, the, one, what was the plan? I th- I think to like I don't fucking know. It's it blows so my the, mind why they were going to be like, wow, this is really cool. We better get over to this tech hub immediately and fly <laughs> over to Korea. They, I think they attempted to. I think the idea was they were trying to convince the Western world that North Korea was essentially was some kind of paradise, like it was a great oh, place, boy. which is what they tell the people that live there, but they must know better. They just know not to say anything for fear of reper- yeah. uh, repercussions. But Little do they know that our newspaper business is failing miserably <laughs> in <South> Korea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do this was in the nin- put it on so, Facebook, dummies. So this was in 90s. So that second one I sent you? on a bunch of eight tracks, and we're going to send them out to the 
They don't have the Google internet. They have technology. no idea what's. Yeah, they don't have the internet. They have no <laughs> idea what's happening. Um, yeah, but so they were buying propaganda, full page ads in the newspapers. But that second one I just sent you, it says Kim Jong Il emerges as the lodestar for sailing in the 21st century. <laughs> what the fuck that ever means? What, is, um, what does that mean? But it's like an announcement of just how. But it's uh, he, he okay. So it says Kim Jong Il was elected general secretary of the Workers Party of Korea by the by the unanimous will and desire of the Korean people. <laughs> uh, like every word is capitalized too. It's kind of crazy. Unanimous yeah. will and desire. I mean that might of just be how. People. Yeah. Has anything right. ever in the history of the world been unanimous? <laughs> like, any group, can you ever think of a group where anything was unanimous? Like, pretty much ever. No, well, of course not. Never. I mean, but you look at how they talk about do it. We, we might do one just on North Korea sometime because it's fascinating. We should, actually, yeah. <laughs> or like Italian regimes or something. Dude, yeah. there are people nowadays that believe the Earth is flat. Like, yeah, there's nothing oh, unanimous nowadays. Shit. So. Yes. That yeah, could also be a good episode, by the way. But, um, yeah. Do you guys feel like Korea is just behind, it's just like, it's like either behind on stuff or they're just like dumb? North Korea? Like, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. They but is it are. like intentional? It, like, like, like does, does the leader know that the rest of the world is ahead of his people? Yes. He's just trying to keep them. He does. Yeah. You think so? If you think yeah, about of it. Of course. It, it kind of makes, to me, it seems like, you know, Kim Jong-il is in there. His people Kim are Jong-un. not. Uh, Kim Jong Un, yeah, sorry, and his people cool, right now are are not respect. They're not smart. They're not, sorry, uh, they're not smart enough, and they don't have the people, intelligent enough people, and the, the enough progress going forward to be competitive in the world. So right. what they do is they uh-huh. just grab everybody else under their umbrella and say, "We will, we will shelter you," and just interpret all the information from the outside for them and say that they are amazing, and then everyone believes them because they have no other way to get information. Right, there's no context, even though they're not, even though they're just like terrible parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's like all these kids are homeschooled, and you have terrible parents, and they're like, "Yeah, but yeah. those other parents at school and those other kids are fucking stupid and they're lame." We have yeah. computers here, right? right. You just like, you right. Cool. You set the bar because they have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, exactly. And that's you, you know they the they don't free trade ideas like the reason that our countries all the rest of the world's progressing is they're sharing ideas constantly sharing ideas sharing technology sharing resources and like Mm -hmm. north korea does trade with powers it trades with china trades with russia Mm -hmm. Uh, there's probably others that i don't know about those obviously the ones they do so it's like it's not completely shut off but it is it's like cuba it's like stuck in time a little bit Yeah. yeah cuba was stuck in time based on american sanctions though like america was like well, also because well, yeah. Well, also they sided with an enemy, yeah. and they're right there. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's not good either. But do you think like is Korea still like pissed about the war that they essentially won? Actually, well, Korea did they win? Technically, the yeah, I think they won. Well, no, did they win? No, they're excluded from the whole world. They definitely so, lost. I mean, I think yeah, the actual but- battle we eventually just stopped fighting. Yeah, I think that's. Ugh. I mean, it's Why a it's a know? ceasefire. It's not. There's I, technically it's still going. I've heard that too. Actually, yeah, that technically the right? Korean War never actually ended, and it's technically still going. I mean, but that's. I think it's a, like a technicality. Is that propaganda? Well, like it's I just read today, like, like that, that they're starting to de de staff the border or the DMZ or whatever it is. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like removing guards from both sides, from the north and south. Oh shit. So it's like, you know, I mean, and I, and I think it's somebody asked, probably Adam, does he know, maybe it was you, John, asked, does he know his country's behind? And I'm like, he can't 
not know because he he sees the rest of the world, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, they, yes, yeah. He can't been in the White ever House. admit it because yeah, that's what's like keeping him in power. The, like he's like looking if, across the DMZ and he's watching like a StarCraft game being projected into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Some like crazy him. advanced video game. Yeah, they're gonna find out. Just like huge, they, mecha, huge mechazords just like walking through the <laughs> Right, that's going to be oh, the right. one day that they're going to look out and there's going to be giant, you know, skyscraper-sized robots walking by and they're going to be like, what the <laughs> hell? Like South Korea. So it's a Godzilla movie. Basically. But I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just super advanced technology. Like, they, they have airplanes. They probably have modern airplanes, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have. I don't like, know. I'm saying they have, like, modern airplanes, like... You know. Well, if they did, then then their people could leave Korea. So maybe. Well, not. their people aren't allowed to leave Korea, but like Damn. they have, like they have, right? Korea That's the sucks. North Korea sucks. North Korea sucks. Oh, South yeah. Korea is supposed to be sick. South Korea. Oh, is South Korea. South Korea is not too bad, but I heard they also eat beagles there, and that's not they that eat, is eat, mm. they eat beagles. Yes, that is not a lie, by the way. That is not a joke, by the way. I know that sounds like one of those racist jokes you think I might tell, but. Uh, they're very they there's a there's a group in America that like saves beagles from South Korea. So Yummy. I don't know. Whatever. Be- for yeah. dessert? Be- <laughs> Some beagle bites. <laughs> <laughs> well and that that has been the Research and Destroy podcast. We will I see mean, you dude, next they're, week. They're good in the microwave, but you really gotta put them in the oven if you want them to crisp up. <laughs> Yeah, you put them you put them in the microwave. They burn your tongue a little bit. You yeah. know. What oh I mean? my god, and my yeah. tongue would be barking after that. Sounds like you're sounds like you're telling a tall tale, Justin. Yeah, I'm telling oh. you what, man. I mean, you can you could just eat kibble if you wanted, but those bites. <laughs> what did you call them? Beagle bites. Beagle bites. <laughs> That's disturbing as shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's very disturbing. That uh, was I heartwarming, got, Adam. I think I've got one more. Oh, sure. yeah, okay. So, well, I guess I got two more. So, um, I... talk, I'm speaking of Cuba. Cuba uh, has, no has like, terrible internet. Or, I mean, until recently, I guess they had been, until recently, you know, yeah. Obama lighting stuff up on them. But yep. we tried, uh, the United States created a company in Cuba that started doing social media. It was like Cuban Twitter. It's not what it's called. It was called something else. Zoon, Zoon, Tweet Zoon, Zoon, Zunio. <laughs> God damn it, you idiot. <laughs> well, now all our Cuban listeners are out. Um, uh, come chirp, on. Chirp, chirp, chirp. You, you, know, <laughs> you know all of our listeners are Croatian, man. Come on, stop that's it. That's true. Yeah, that's their boy, though. Um, yeah, that's true. So, but essentially, it was, uh, it was a knockoff Twitter uh, that allowed text messaging. It let Cubans send free text to one another. Essentially, the idea was they were going to give it to them for free. The American, uh, the Associated Press uncovered the plan from this the, this American government, official American government organization created this service. And the plan was to give it to them for free for a while, get them used to it, get it like becoming part of their culture. And then essentially the anonymous masters that ran the whole thing would start sending all these messages about revolution and overthrowing the government. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> Yeah, didn't happen. I, I like assume. they were trying to, you know, they had like the Arab Spring because of Twitter. Yeah. Like they were trying to trigger that in Cuba. That's that was the plan. Huh. Yeah. He's dead, right? Castro? Yeah, yeah. but his brother's the, officially the jefe now. Okay. I'm the jefe now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a Cuban pirate? Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I am el jefe now. 
I saw, <laughs> I saw a thing that said uh, it was like a it was like a Disney pirates something and had a little caption like teaching kids how to like be good. And it said, nice pirates don't take other people's things. <laughs> it was just like, that's by definition all a pirate is. <laughs> it's literally like the, the verb to pirate means to take other people's things. <laughs> yes. But it was like, good pirates don't do that. And I was like, but bro. <laughs> I mean, I guess you uh, gloss over that fact when you're teaching kids about like little kids about pirates. If you look yeah, at like yeah. the realistic history of pirates, it's even it gets even worse. They're oh just my god, gross it's, human beings. Yes, yeah. so nasty, so bad. It's bad. Um, yeah. Let's see. Do I have one more? I think I might. Um, well, this one's less like it's so real that it's annoying. Um, do you know about <laughs> the the Russian internet trolls? Do you know about this? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. ones that that rigged our election two years ago, right? Well, so there's rigged the ones that are like, listening right now to our podcast, right? But like the idea <laughs> is that literally there are companies in Russia whose job it is where people go work there, and all they do all day, all all the time, yeah. is go in and post messages on comment sections. They're shitlords. Yeah. Yes. They ruin yeah. the internet. Yeah. But they just they go on there and they're posting things that are they pose as not Russian, but then they write stuff that's like. Whatever the Russian wants. So, like, if they wanted people to agree with Trump, they would be in there on the side of Trump, posting yeah. like they were an American on the side of yeah. Trump, or posting hey, as Adam. a Democrat to crack. Hey, Adam, Adam, who who invited CNN to the podcast? Am I right? <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> this sounds an awful lot like thirteen-year-old boys in the United States, Justin. Yeah, it does. So that is, that's I think that's the big one that I couldn't not talk on, but I don't really have any details beyond that. That it, like that's happening. There's literally well, a company. Yeah. Well, it's I know ongoing. Right? I know of that from just work and stuff like yeah, that too. It's ongoing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, maybe we can talk right about now. that for a second. Can you can you talk yeah. about that kind of stuff? I mean, it's it is commonplace. I mean, there's a on top of just the the internet trolling and things like that. It is verified, at least in a couple different cases that I know of, that. There are Russian, like classic old, like KGB uh, Russians that do current, even current day hacking, can, uh, even more than just standard, uh, you know, internet trolling and things like that too, to embed themselves in U.S. systems of proprietary in the, in the governments and proprietary machines just for spying. It's mm-hmm. it's something that I've actually seen. So I mean, it's 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 that next layer too, where there's propaganda going on too, but there's also like espionage and things like that that are happening in parallel with a lot of the same groups yeah. um, and i think and, and i know that china even has uh, groups that do that as well and i think even north korea actually has a handful as well i don't i forget the names of them on top of my head right now though but um pretty big uh, well it's in, it's interesting because they uh, the thing i thought was fascinating is it's not just russia interfering or trying to influence people in america like in 2014 the guardian apparently while reporting on like the Russia-Ukraine armed conflict, mm-hmm. um, they noted they found like a suspicious flood of pro-Kremlin protest uh, posters in their own comment section on The Guardian, who all claimed to be British, but uh, were also terrible at English language. Mm-hmm. They were all pro-Kremlin, pretend- claiming to be British, but then couldn't like write English words, sentences. Huh. It was ju- it just... Uh, it happened again. You know, and the Kremlin, you know, of it, course, it, denies any knowledge or whatever of any of this stuff. It, it's interesting because this is what, you know, if you look at like, if you go back in history, like recent history, and I mean like, you know, the past 70 years or so, like the whole thing with the Cold War was like 
who it's like which country has the biggest dick right it's like who's gonna make the bomb that can that make does the most damage right russia us russia us they just kept going back and forth back and forth and eventually the us kind of won the cold war because they destroyed russia's economy so we realized that like listen you can make the biggest bomb but it's going to ruin the whole world so there's no point in doing that so we destroyed their economy Mm -hmm. and now so now you know everything's on a level playing field so it doesn't matter years ago 50 years ago right what's that the cold war the Cold War started right after World War II, and it ended in 89, so 30 yeah, years yeah. ago, yeah, when the, when the Berlin Wall came. But here's the yeah. thing, like, you know, so America sort of learned that if you're going to win the war, it's not about building the biggest bomb. It's about just leveling the country in another way, right? We ruined their economy, essentially, is what, was what we did. And so, so we're still, in a way, kind of fighting the Cold War. Russia just attacked us on a different front. They, like, they hacked us. Sure. So it's sure. where everybody, it's a, it's a level playing field. You know what I mean? Sure. So, like, you can build the biggest bomb, and if you look at the history, actually, Russia built the most destructive bomb out of all of them. But then you're the king of the cinder. So what's the? It point? doesn't matter. Yeah. What does it matter? Yeah. So, so you 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 win, but what do you win? You win a world that's destroyed and shit. So it's like, what you want to do if you're trying, still trying to beat your enemy is to destroy their economy, destroy their livelihood, just you know, put some, you know, put a certain person in office that is uh, gonna just throw shit into chaos. And so, you know, that's how you win. And it's kind of just like, and now it's just become like an ongoing, like, you know, you know, how, how is Russia going to troll us and how are we going to troll them type of thing? So you ever it's interesting. The Watchmen uh, graphic novel or see the movie? I, I, I've seen the movie a lot of times because I love it. Um, I have started reading it and I have not finished it yet. Oh, it's okay. super good. But it's, it's about that, basically. It's about yes. the Cold War or what if it, you know, there's a, escalated it's an alternate all the way. Right. Yeah. And yeah. uh, it's a fascinating mental exercise that the uh, Alan Moore went through to create that. And, you know, obviously the characters are compelling and all that, but the, the premise and the, the setting, it really, uh, yeah. If anybody that's listening hasn't either seen that movie, which I, is fine, uh, but the yeah. book is really good. The book is, re- it's really good, the graphic novel. And I, Whenever... I think the ending is, is my favorite part. Like the ending of the yeah. book and the movie is my yeah. favorite part. Because I, when I yeah. first saw that, like some years back when the movie came out before i read the graphic novel mm-hmm. it was one of the first endings where i was just like wait what yeah and then that was like then i was like that was so like it was so unsatisfyingly satisfying <laughs> that i was just like so that that's only happened to me when i've watched that movie i believe and no country for old men those are the only two movies like Ooh. that that i've been so unsatisfying. you know they just i just saw that was on netflix or something recently they just added it and i'm probably gonna watch that again because i've only seen it the one time Oh, it's, it's so amazing! Don't, don't remind it's, me the ending because I don't really remember how it ends. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's well, so good. It, kinda, it has no ending. Like there, it doesn't. It does. It definitely it, does. It, it, no, it does no. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, but it's but not it, like a big it, climactic finale. Correct. Yeah, correct. It, it's more realistic. It's, and the dream stuff. I watched some videos about like the dream sequence. I'm getting too deep, but uh, I I like <laughs> I like those like very realistic interpretations of like Ray choice. It's who just direct, so much better than just like. Everything's fine except for the bad guy dies. It's like that's that's cool. That's a Marvel ending. I'd rather see like what would you actually do if this was this was the problem. Like you, right, there's a lot real. of people that die or some people die. Or Wait, what are you talking about? Are you still talking about Watchmen or are you talking about No Country for All? Both, Men? But, both, but like Watchmen specifically. We're like oh the, okay, the great. Well, choice, it's like but... the first time they made heroes that weren't like bubbly. That was like yeah, that's like, the, that's the reason it's such a big deal. For one, it's a great story. It's compelling. But it was like the first time heroes weren't squeaky clean, kind of. Yeah. That, yeah, that was the first yeah. person to do it in the 80s. They were yeah. ambiguous. Right. And then it became like, 
a thing. Like they were, they were everybody, you know, Marvel did flawed heroes, right? Punisher. But then these guys, like it was just, they were petty and, and, and evil, but they were heroes and it, it was, you know. Yeah. Know. It's done really well. Yeah. Um, well, that's all my, that's all the stuff I've got to talk about today. I know I took a while there, but uh, who cool. would no, like to No, it was good go? stuff actually. Thanks. Thanks. Who would like to go next? You got the spectrum. Get the spectrum going. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, you want to do it? Let's do it. Uh, I will do. It's a little bit different. So I will do the 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 single country and the country influencing its people as the choice, and I'm going to be doing Mother Russia. Mother yes. Russia. Yes. Mother Russia is a beautiful, crazy place, and <laughs> I there there is much propaganda over the years, but obviously the I most concentrated. Yeah, I will break. The most concentrated. <laughs> section is the 50s 60s uh through the well 40s 50s through the stalin era uh yeah but who joey style uh it was brother no stalin (laughs) was insane uh he was literally insane this guy just quick backdrop on stalin because it's going to be during that time frame stalin two things that i know about him from my class that i remember stick that stick to me to this day he was extremely he didn't like big spaces he had he was a tall guy, and he had the ceilings in his house lowered, <laughs> so short, so he could be around there and feel like he was in a nice space where he wouldn't like have people backsiding him because he was incredibly uh, paranoid of people trying to kill him. And he also had he was also a big dude that had like massive hands, like impressive <laughs> hands, like massive fingers that they used to like I think make fun of whatever that he hated. There's just very uh, some weird things that stuck with me through those some of those classes. They but... look like good strong hands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Neverending story is for sure propaganda. Also, since you're gonna yeah, mention, yeah. I, I, Russian. I, I don't know how, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. That the horse that goes into the, the lake is is the United States. Yeah. I've I voted for the nothing in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, so did a lot of people, and he fucking won. Yeah. Yeah, her name was Jill Stein. Uh, so, uh, damn, ooh, communist ooh, propaganda. Where were we? So, communist <laughs> propaganda in the Soviet Union uh, it was extensively based on Marxist-Leninist ideology to promote the communist party line. Seize the, the means of production. Yeah, exactly. So, in that era when Stalin was running the running the show, it was it penetrated even social and natural sciences. Penetrated and. For an example, one of the things that it brought rise to was the various pseudoscientific theories, such as a thing called Lysenkoism. Sorry, we're written uh, by a man named Lysenko, uh, which basically this this dude, he he basically down downgraded real knowledge and science like genetics and cybernetics and comparative linguistics as being uh, bourgeoisie pseudoscience. Mm, So, This was a very popular thing at the time. So this this idea of specifically, so I'm going to go into diff- different chunks of what they did. During just this those time things, like those specific, or just high Lysenkoism is what that is is a subset of what I'm going to be talking about. But specifically, it's Lysenkoism is being stupid. By this guy cool. Lysenko. It's kind of yeah, kind of. Maybe it's kind of promoting what we would consider something being really dumb nowadays. However, anti science. It it is. They, it assumed the heritability of acquired characteristics. So the theory rejected Mendelian inheritance and the concept of the gene. And it departed from the Darwin evolutionary theory by rejecting natural selection. 
Okay. Uh, it, it falsely claimed to have discovered, uh, he falsely claimed to have discovered, among many other things, that rye could transform into wheat, and wheat could transform into barley, and that weeds could spontaneously transmute into food grains, uh, among other things. That there's now, almost that like this alchemical, not? Nah, definitely not true. Okay. Zero percent chance. <laughs> I literally <laughs> don't know the difference between barley, rye, and wheat. <laughs> well, they're like, all different. Isn't that how that goes? <laughs> they're all the same, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not. No, they're so not. Exactly. All the same. I think they all become beer. So yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, or yeah. whiskey. Same, same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Stalin's eyes, he. Uh, uh, so during Stalin's era, he, they supported this campaign of kind of pushing this science away. So more than three thousand of these mainstream biologists were fired, and some of them were even sent to prison. Damn. Uh, numerous of them were executed as Ooh. part of the campaign to suppress the scientific opponents. Yeah, when you start suppressing science, that's when the propaganda has gone too far. Yeah, it gets worse. So, <clears throat> so the murder, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't forget the murder. I mean, murder <laughs> happens, you know. Jesus so Christ. Bef- un- until Stalin died in '53, scientific research in the field of genetics was destroyed. You couldn't study it. It in was Russia. literally banned. Yeah, in Russia, in Russia, in the USSR. So. In the current way, in the current uh, modern usage, the term lysenkoism has become distinct from normal pseudoscience, where pseudoscience pretends to be science. Lysenkoism aims at attacking the legitimacy of science itself. It's so what usually end, What's reason. the point? Like, why? So it's the rejection of the universality of scientific truth and the purposeful defamation of the scientific method to the level of politics. So it was something that was that was it was pushed down in the hopes that the political people that were running the show would tell people what is happening and right. what's they going on. They can define truth and stuff. Exactly. Got it. Dude, uh, okay. exactly. that's what's happening right now. Adoy, that's why. Why do you think he's talking about it? Come on. Holy shit. Yes. That is what <laughs> is happening God. right now. Yes. Artex. Good Lord. That's, the that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't a, a, a giant turtle sneeze on that kid? Yes. Yeah, and knocks yeah. him into a tree. And Have a tree you falls. ever seen the second one? No. no, it's terrible. It's oh so bad. Don't watch it. Yeah, God, it's silly. It's bad. Yeah. Don't even Is bother. It? Yeah, so bad. Yeah. So I always bought that book. I did too. Yeah, and I want the uh, the to wear the uh, the thing that I mentioned in the last podcast around my neck too. What is it? The uh, with the snakes that are intertwined. That he yeah, wears which is on the neck. book, right? Which is the binding of the book, right? Damn it! Yes, yeah, it's, it's so right sick. on the front of the book. What's it called though? I don't know, but it's fucking amazing looking. I literally knew it in the last podcast and did not did know you? it in this one. I said, yeah, I said it. I mentioned it. I made a reference. The thing did that you? a thing that Atreyu wears around his neck is called a oh the Orin. It's called the Orin. But what is what is it called when you wear a thing around your neck that an is, amulet? Amulet. That's it. Yes. Oh thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you can yeah. buy it. And by the way, expensive. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you can I'm buy it. <laughs> 37 years old like what the fuck am i gonna wear that for but like um it, it's like a great it, the giant turtle the giant turtle by the way is called the oracle um it's it's not a giant it's just not giant turtle you can't just call it no that. no that's no insulting. no no. that's something else the oracle is the sphinx thing right no no that, that's wrong is. that's no, the, the, the best part of the movie obviously is the, is the billy crystal part and then they go he goes on the thing and then he goes between the fucking laser beam eyes yes yep but that's Maybe not the oracle no, well first of all the oracle i, I don't that think was the oracle so too. Or you had to get past the Sphinx to talk to the Oracle, but that's not the turtle. That's, uh, is the Billy Crystal part where he's like, have fun storming the castle? Billy Crystal's not in that movie. <laughs> <first off. laughs> no. 
And by the way, the best part in that movie he's is not the Cal- he's not the he's oh, not the Crystal. It's not the Crystal. It's just that old guy. The old, like, old... <laughs> You're thinking of the princess part character. like I am. It's the same character. Whatever. Okay. He said the best part. The best part blame? is when Treyu drops the ring inside of uh, inside of Mount Doom, and then it burns up, and then everything's good. Again. Yeah, he gets so in his X-wing and flies away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ouroboros. That's what that's called. The two snakes eating each other's tails. Ouroboros. Yeah, I've heard of that before. Is that yeah. what that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. So, sorry, Adam. You were talking about uh, what's the L word you said? Morala. Morala is the turtle's name. My fault. Morla. That's my fault. Morala. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's his name. Right, well, and I didn't even look that up from any future shows. Morala is the Got it. Yeah. So next thing besides the Lysenkoism that happened during that time frame, Back the, to there was a. There was a censorship body called Glavlit, which is some fucking Russian translation <laughs> of whatever the abbreviation. Glavlit. <laughs> so there was a, a, a governing body that was for censorship during that time. And they were their goal was to eliminate printed materials, but also to ensure that the correct ideological spin was put on every published item. Oof. So in the Stalin era, the deviation from those dictates of official propaganda was punished by execution and labor camps. God damn. Uh, and and oh. in in post-Stalin era, briefly thereafter, these uh, punitive measures were replaced by punitive uh, psychiatry, prison, denial of work, and loss of citizenship. Wow. Uh, there was a quote. There was a, there was a there was a quote by Isaac Babel, a uh, famous writer in Russia, that that was today a man only ta- today a man only talks freely to his wife at night with the blankets pulled over his head. <laughs> so it's just like this. Right. No, no speech so is safe because you don't know who to trust. And right, no freedom of speech. Getting into that, what it touched on previously with the psychiatry regarding that, this is pretty weird. There, the the politics also got into psychiatry into them into psychiatric medicine in the fact that they created a new psychiatric problem that was uh, ended up being called. Like a, a, a sluggish schizophrenia or slow progressive schizophrenia Weird. that Russia made up specifically. Good. So right. during that leadership, so how what was the symptoms uh, of that? So, <laughs> here, here, here it comes. Uh, so sluggish <laughs> schizophrenia or slow progressive schizophrenia was a diagnostic category used in Soviet Union to describe what they claimed was a form of schizophrenia characterized by a slowly progressive course. It was diagnosed even in a patient who showed no symptoms of schizophrenia or other psychotic disorders. It was just trumped up charges to throw people in things. Yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, so easy with that word, Justin. It was hey, man. I'm not the one that bastardized it. Hey. <laughs> so it's definitely the trust trumped up part charges for something psychiatric that they forced kind of doctors to uh, pursue with people, patients that were providing political discourse. Right. Yep. So it eventually, uh, outside of the Soviet Union, it was never. There's no such thing as this outside of the Soviet Union. And well, right now, as of thing now, it's inside the Soviet Union either. It's just <laughs> they call. Yeah, they've only used that term in the USSR, but it's, it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. So yeah. they did that for with political dissidents and uh, persons diagnosed. If they made it out of the hospitals alive, were deprived of their civic rights, their credibility, and employability. Jesus. Christ. And it's it's in right. The it's just don't. That's how it is in the uh, in North Korea too. Currently, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, not that it's specific, insane. but you know, if you speak out against the government or wrong somebody, like, didn't one of his wives just disappear? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> like that definitely nuts. happened. Yeah, 
people just disappear. But that, and that happens in Russia, Russia too. Like sometimes, you know, like there's a news reporter or something Reporters, or a politician yeah. that says something and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, they got poisoned. You're like, who poisons people? This is 2018. <laughs> right. like, we have guns now. <laughs> but guns can Adam, be traced and found. That's true. Poison you don't know. And yeah, we all know right. the, the, the best way to kill a person is with an icicle. So, yeah, yeah, you guys yeah, established yeah, that real early that. on in the show. Yeah, I like to think that in Russia, and like, in Russia, in corner, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all icicles and poison. Fucking it's just poison out of poison. Imagine, yeah. Oh my god, a poison icicle is the best weapon ever! <laughs> Holy shit, that's so Russia. <laughs> that's so Russia. That's also a, a propaganda TV show in in Russia right now. Actually, yeah, it's called that's, that's so, so Russia. Russia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guess who like the star is. Yeah. Guess who the star is? It's fucking Putin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Putin's the, the star of everything. Z S T A R. I like to think that in Russia, there's like all these apothecaries around that are just like have bubbling cauldrons of poison at the ready, just in case somebody speaks out against the country. Oh, and somebody makes <laughs> an icicle <laughs> out of it. New okay, people. so you were you're talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're like derailing. <laughs> no, no, no. This is uh, standard standard Russian stuff here. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This it even went into kind of the school system and the youth. This once again harkens back to Germany days of doing teaching that into the kids, right? Of the German youth, of, of Hitler youth. Uh, we we're doing too much this podcast. I can't stop. Um, but it's very similar where the kids were taught. The, I mean, there's just a lot of propaganda involved in it. So I mean, there there was. Uh, so there's this. The goal of that is to instill the communist propaganda and ideals of the working class into the kids. So that was just a very, very common practice. Uh, and, and one of the, here's a kind of a quote from one of the theorists of that time was that we must make the young into a generation of communists. Children like soft wax are very oh. malleable and they should be molded into good communists. We must rescue the children from the harmful influence of the family. We must nationalize them from the earliest days of their little lives. They must find themselves under the bene- benefic- beneficent influence of communist schools. To oblige the mother to give her child to the Soviet state, that is our task. Ooh. So they used to like tell stories to kids about abandoning their families to right. go work. Yeah. Trust, like, trust the government more than the family. Yeah, that and there was a there was a famous case, or a famous person that was uh, popular in that time too. I, I forget his name right now, but he like uh, his family, like he abandoned all ties to his family and his kids and whatever else too, just to be a part of the government, and that was like their idol to teach for kids oh, he it was, was like, a hero yeah ignore all family ties this is the communist state you probably became a literal poster boy <laughs> just pasted yeah. it up into the wall yeah propaganda typically put on posters actually right adam um yeah. it, it, is russia is russia the place that did put the fluoride in the water what? you know i don't know that okay but probably are you well, one of those anti-fluoride like... people that thinks it's i don't controlling know your brain I can't tell. I know that fluoride is put in rat poison to kill rats. What about Florida? How do you feel about that? <laughs> I Pro. hate Florida. It's the worst state in the nation. <laughs> Adam doesn't have a speech impediment. He's talking about the musical artist. <laughs> Correct. How dare you call him an artist? <laughs> an artiste. So. I literally couldn't make a single Florida song. <laughs> I could Fluoride treatment. So the Soviet, uh, this is the, one of the craziest things that I that I heard. Okay, this is heavily steeped in propaganda. First name, real quick, Flo Rida's real first name is Tramar. So Tramar. I probably I mean, go I by Flo Rida too. I don't know. I think I think Tramar's better. 
Yeah, we'll get into the final agit prop thing in the in the in the very end here. But before I get to that, this is brutal. All right, this part's gonna get this is gonna get dark. It's gonna get deep. So there was a nice. famine in the Soviet Union in the 30s, 1932, 1933. There was a big famine, and there were it killed millions of people in the major grain producing areas of the Soviet Union, including uh, mostly including uh, Ukraine, the Northern Caucasus, uh, the Volga region, and Kazakhstan. The South Urals, blah, 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 Siberia. So basically, there was a famine that supposedly, as of now, has been traced back by historians to be based on the fact that uh, Stalin and the USSR basically said, this is during the time when they said, listen, we're going full on communist mode here. Everybody else that's managing their own property and doing their own stuff, you now have to give the grain to the people. This is now a full communist state. You guys are now all like, you don't own anything anymore. This is all our grain. You owe us this stuff. And, but they didn't have a good plan about how to transport all that grain into the cities and how to bring it all in. Who was going to do that stuff? So any, all the mechanics and logistics like weren't really worked out very well. They just put this blanket statement down there and said that if you were, were kind of keeping the stuff for yourself, you could be executed. So, so they collected it and it rotted? The people had to like collect it themselves and deliver it and do this, that, and the other thing. But then they didn't get any grain back. So a lot of these people that were managing these, these, these places before, these farms, no longer had enough grain to survive. And they were like, well, what do we do? So they started eating their own stuff. And then the police would come out there if they found that out and they would kill them. Jesus but, if they, but, but, if they were, but if they were providing it, they weren't getting uh-huh. the grain back. So there was like a big cluster. And yeah. uh, a lot of these carts weren't like, they weren't being treated properly. They weren't being stored properly. So a lot of the grain was just like not being transported or was, or was getting stolen uh, or it was rotting by the time it got to the place it needed to go to. There was all these logistics problems. So millions of people, very specifically, even in Ukraine, uh, there's between estimated between two and a half and and four upwards of even six million are estimated ethnic Ukrainians are estimated to have died as a result of this famine based on kind of this change. And Has America ever had a famine like that? I don't know, but I don't think since. Like this is that's the second time we've talked about grain as a major important resource, but like because we talked about it with North Korea too, where they're like bragging about having eight million tons of grain. Yeah, like what is happening in our? If you're looking for a time when America had a famine, good reference the Dust Bowl of the 20s, I believe, or the 30s, when there was all those big dust storms in the Midwest. And yeah. there was, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I could think of, really, if you're looking for something. But for the most part, like, America's never really had a famine. Like, we have, like, America's kind of like an awesome place because there's a lot of fertile land here, like always. You know what I mean? You mean there's as a, lot a of physical location? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, plus we're just, at this point, we're based on capitalism. So we just have innately, as well, a lot more money to buy stuff if we can't make it ourselves. Like, we yes. just have luxury. Whereas Russia, yeah. back in the day, and a lot of it now doesn't have that luxury. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to distract. So I'm just. No, no, no. It's, it's, I, well, it's I was thinking about um, the other day. I don't know. I was thinking about this, but like during World War II, there was like this big push for everybody to like grow their own food and, and mm-hmm. like donate metal and stuff like that. Like yeah. as a country, were we so hard effort. up for those resources? Like what was the point yeah. of that? Did we really need aluminum cans from like my house to build an airplane? It was for the war. Yeah. yeah well, I understand the, the reason, but like, is that true? Uh, is that how scarce know. that stuff was? Like those things are so hard to tell too, because like you never really know until like a lot of history has gone by. And people or was like, that propaganda? I guess is what I'm. Asking. It could have been propaganda. Like, it could be something where you, like when people feel like they're giving something, they feel like they're invested in. Yeah, they're too, engaged, right? right? Yeah, so maybe that's 
part of, I'm sure that's part of it, but I don't know. I'm not sure. That, that, that little story that you just told Justin, that actually what some people are using as justification nowadays to be like, um, I think there's some recent news story that came out saying, and not to get too off topic, but saying how we're, we're closer to um, climate change being irreversible, right? We're getting closer yeah, yeah, and closer, like, like, like we can see the, the deadline now sort of a thing, right? And yeah. so they're saying, well, you know, back during World War II, when we saw like imminent danger, like we were able to come together and like we just put everything towards one effort. Like Hitler and the German, you know, uh, war machine was like the imminent danger. And so we said, well, fuck it. We have to do it. For you know? years, and though, we so, didn't. It, he was rampaging uh, through Europe and we were just like, not our problem. Yes. Yeah, because because they were so bitter about World War One, because Americans lost a lot of lives in World War One. So at first, America was very hesitant to enter World War Two, as I understand it, actually. So. There's actually, not to get too off topic again, but there's a conspiracy theory that the that Pearl Harbor was allowed Somebody to skips forward like five minutes in the podcast and we're talking about like bass fishing. <laughs> not to get too off topic. <laughs> That's going to happen one of these days, yeah. Also like, bass fishing. Like it just it started <laughs> Lysenko style. Topic, but. Yeah. But also unrelated. Yeah, okay. Miley Cyrus. It just lost her house due to climate change. Have you seen oh. Stalin's? Have you seen Stalin's tennis arm? That thing was beast. <laughs> yeah, he was quite a tennis no. player. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah. Back on topic. So that happened, <laughs> and it was it was. <laughs> Dude, I love the tangents. I'm sorry to dist- that they're getting distracted. No, it's, it's awesome. fascinating, and uh, yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah. So, so that basically, just millions of people have died, and a lot of people, millions of people afterwards, <laughs> died due to. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> The world's Bro, going to shit. Cool. So there was a famine in those areas. There was a famine, but people at this point in time, most people agree that it was brought on by this war against the Kulaks, which are yeah. the, the class of people that were doing the landowning. And it was it was called the war against them. So yeah. people classified as a genocide, right? So at this point in yeah. time. It's like the so war on Christmas. It is <laughs> very similar. It, it's, it's weird, actually, because yeah, I hear this nowadays. People um, sort of underestimate how how many people Stalin sort of indirectly killed. So like, so not killed people. He did a lot, yeah. So like Hitler and the Nazis like directly had like camps yeah. where yeah. there were people just straight up getting shot, right, or put in yeah. ovens or whatever. But like yeah. Stalin sort of indirectly was killing people just with like famine. It was just sort of happening slowly, slowly, slowly. Russia, Russia also had labor camps, but they had legitimate like the they had labor the actual labor camps where they'd just send people to, to work for the rest of their lives and like uh, work to the bone and die. And then they would also exile people to Siberia. I mean, it's it's like it's what's very Siberia. Well, no one wants to go to Chile. It's so funny. <laughs> they, they strip them down to their chaps and they just kick them out into the snow. That's, that's <laughs> basically chaps. what they did. <laughs> don't, don't say There's chaps. so it's many like, deaths. It's like the third Batman movie where they, they make them walk on the ice, right? Yeah. It's like yes. that. It's, it's very much like that. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. There's ice in the third Batman movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Bane. <laughs> It's the Mr. Freeze up. The presence of ice. <laughs> what? I didn't think there'd be ice in this movie. I'm like, well, I only, thought, I only thought water showed up in gas and liquid forms. <laughs> Not number three. Spoiler it's alert. Ice, thought, it's ice cubed at that point. I thought Batman 3 took place in a temperate zone. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Everything Spoiler I thought alert. I knew about Gotham. <laughs> 
Spoiler alert. Bane won Russia's election for the fourth yeah. time in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I would break you. I think that might, he might actually say that legitimately. I will break. Oh, I break the yeah. bat. Seize the means of production. <laughs> oh, sorry. Right, we got to let Adam get through this. <laughs> no, it's cool. We're, we're getting there piece by piece. Speaking of mass death. Uh, Stop <laughs> starting that way. We can't get past it. <laughs> I love so mass death. We're past. We're past that part. Yeah. So we're getting uh, to uh, towards the agit prop, which is uh, the idea of agitation and and propaganda shoved in together. It was called agit prop uh, during this time frame. Like analysts Ooh. and therapists. Analysts and therapists. Yeah. Sure. Truly. An Albertist. It's a. Don't call uh, me Shirley. It's the political propaganda, especially communist propaganda in the Soviet Russia that has spread to the general public through popular media such as literature, plays, pamphlets, films, and other art forms with explicitly political message. It's very negative connotated in our in our eyes, right? So, blah, blah, blah. There's crazy stuff. However, there are plays. So after the October Revolution of 1917, they used to have things in Russia called agits. They used to have... Wait, what? The famous revolution of October 2017, the Bolshevik yes. thing. Yeah, yes. yeah. Bolshevik revolution, correct, which is when people with basically guns just ran up there and took over the government. The Bolshevik. So what is the Bolshevik revolution? Bolshevik revolution in, uh, quickly is basically when the a group of the Bolsheviks, a group of, uh, they were originally kind of Leninists, but they became communists later on, where just the people with guns took over the Kremlin, took over the White House, if you will, with yeah, rifles and just held that shit hostage. And then for days afterwards, they like executed a bunch of like the nobles and the people that were running the running the government. And they just they just like movie style, you know, took over the government. And then the Bolsheviks, Bolsheviks then from then on out ran ran it under the under the kind of leadership of uh, kind of some of the communist or Leninist Marxist ideals and turned into the new Russia. Did they walk away being the rulers of the country? Yeah, it didn't go back. It wasn't like they took over and then they threw the then the cops came and they threw them out. No, oh, man, don't do that again. It was like, nope, they're the fucking leaders now. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So that's who's in charge now of the Bolsheviks or the eventually yeah, after 1917. Party. It turns into they they change it, but yeah, they they were the Bolshevik party to begin with. So in 1917, when that there happened, no when the, after that happened, there was uh, and and after that for a while too, they used to have agitprop trains. So they used to have like what the is trains the word you keep saying? Agitprop, which is the uh, agitation propaganda. Oh yeah, right. Analyst there. Anyway, okay, propaganda I'm trains. Prop- yeah, I'm back. This guy's deep. Propaganda trains. They're propaganda trains that got sent around Russia because trains are like how you got around back then too. Because everything is so disparate and so far apart. So, you get so they used America. to send trains out with like little plays and stuff, and have like all this propaganda for communism across the country, just like these like open selling it as a. Shops. Like I mean, is the basic idea of communism all resources are shared? Yeah. Yes. But that's Everything not how it plays out in Russia in Russian history. No, because that's run by people. The idea from the Marxist and Leninist ideologies, which are somewhat similar, but they're two different things. The Leninist idea was that uh, their communism is just uh, everybody shares everything and everyone gets equal pay and we all spread the wealth. That doesn't end up happening because people end up pulling off the top and all sorts of stuff happens and it, it never works out the way that's supposed to. Communism so great, is, is a great idea, to, right? Computerized? When it's all automated, it's it possible. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a decent ideology, but it's never going to work because people are fucking corrupt as hell, right? It's yeah. tough. Yeah, it's real tough. Like no one's ever going to be like, oh, I'm a doctor and you're a janitor. Yeah, it's right. I get yeah. five pieces of grain. So do you. It's like, no. Yeah. You know, I went to, I went to school for this grain. You know what I mean? And like <laughs> you, you're just out of middle school. Like give me some more grain. 
And where's the motivation to be a doctor when exactly needs doctors? You won't yeah, need yeah. Them, but well, we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> who needs doctors <laughs> when you, when everyone's got schizophrenia? So <laughs> it's true. So they yeah. So they went around. They had printing presses on the trains that allowed posters to be reproduced on the train and then thrown out of the train themselves. So it was like the first be- beginning of that stuff. Uh, in a, uh, and there's 1917. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. They they, they had censorship of the press. Put out their own newspaper. They're, they suppressed strikes. They, it's just like insane. Like everything you could think of regarding propaganda, Russia did it. Like Russia did it in droves. Like that's that's what they had. A, they had a propaganda machine basically mm-hmm, in the government. Mm-hmm, yeah. So they they knew how to under they knew they understood propaganda very very well, and they executed it because the people were very. Uh, it was a brand new time for all these people to like undergo a brand new political style. And the people of Russia, a lot of times too, were more easy to convince because they were very rural people that had never really been a part of this. So it was much easier to 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 begin. You're saying they were dullards. Well, they were just they un- were. uneducated. I mean, they were uneducated, so they weren't exposed yeah. to these ideas like this before. So, so they were dodos. They're just, they're very, like, they're classically too, there's just a ton of uneducated rural people in Russia that are out there on the farm so they, just working at, like, so they, the surfs. So they were just out there yucking it up. They were just a bunch of yucks. They were out, they were out there yucking it up. Exactly. <laughs> All of them were out there yucking it up. Exactly. Bunch so of they, hillbillies. They, they're a bunch of hillbillies. They're, they're Russian hillbillies. Yes. <laughs> so they made new textbooks. They, they had a new training, literacy training for the army. It was just like, it's insane, right? So just to kind of close this kind of crazy thing up, uh, I will read this kind of final section here. So widely considered one of the 20th century's most significant figures. This is kind of about Stalin himself. Uh, Stalin was the subject of a a pervasive personality cult within the international Marxist-Leninist movement for whom Stalin was a champion of socialism and the working class. Since the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 91, Stalin has has retained popularity in Russia. So it's still going on to this day. And Georgia as a victorious wartime leader who established the Soviet Union as a major world power. Conversely, his totalitarian government has been widely condemned for overseeing mass repressions, ethnic cleansing, hundreds of thousands of executions, and famines which caused the death of millions. But I would highlight that I read about this a little bit as well that didn't go into it here. But there are people today that still worship and love Stalin. And there was a, it was so like the, the movement was so powerful behind what he made for himself and for the, the propaganda around communism that even after his death in 1953, there, they put his body out in front of the Kremlin for a handful of days, I believe, for people to go like worship it. And just millions of people came and like tons, I, I forget how many people, but like, I think it was like over a hundred people were died, died based on trampling of people trying Jesus to like get his body and stuff. He, um, what a lot of people don't realize, and he's kind of a polarizing figure because all the bad stuff that Adam said is true, but a lot of people don't. I watched a really dry, dry documentary. I think it's called The People's History of the United States of America. I think it's what it's called. Um, but it goes into, no, no, then that's not it. That's not the name, but it's an Oliver Stone documentary. It's like, it's really dry. Of course it is. I know, I know. I need, I need to hate it. But anyway, (laughs) it's super, it's super dry, but he talks about how Stalin, even though Stalin did a lot of bad shit. Stalin is sort of the reason why Germany was defeated in World War II. Um, oh, for sure. Because yeah, Germany was. was Germany's main goal was to get all of Russia first. Because you get all of Russia, you have a shitload of oil, a shitload of resources. Because it's just it's just a lot of land, right? Mm-hmm. But they bit off more than they could chew, right? And yep. so because because it's huge and the winters there are so brutal. Um, and and what what they didn't realize was that 
Stalin was able to mobilize his people. Like he did it probably through fear and propaganda, but he got the people to like really fucking fight back against the Germans. And the Germans were like, like we can't fucking handle Russia. Like Russia is who really sort of helped us win World War II. Russia um, won World War II. Russia uh, basically won World War II. Like we defeated the Japanese, but Russia took care of the Germans. And the, the Germans, Germans yeah. Were, yeah, the Germans were the ones that had like the main war machine. So mm-hmm. like, and that's because of what Stalin did to motivate the people to get them to fight back against, you know, the German war machine. So um, yeah. I can under, I can understand why there's the worship, but I can also understand why there's the, um, you know, why he's considered a bad guy. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Enemy at the Gates? No, actually. I know the title, but it's no, got, I've never seen it. It's got Jude Law and I forget, oh. her, I forget her, uh, her name right now. Uh, Weiss, Rachel Weiss. Uh, Rachel Weiss. Yeah, I yeah. like her. It's a it's probably one of the only few movies that I actually like. It's a sniper movie, but it's about that and the Russians and this uh trying at, they're fighting at basically at Leningrad, which is where that final battle happened. Where the Germans were defeated. Yeah, which is what they held the Russians held to defeat the Germans or whatever too. And it's crazy because one of the few things I remember from it and from history class and because I did I had a bunch of German and Russian classes in college, I remember this very specifically was there's different tactics in war obviously. But and and in the Germans like had all this technology and they had just these this, this blitzkrieg mentality of just striking immediately uh, at these at these times when weren't that people weren't expecting it right. Um, but they also had these huge tanks and and uh, Panzers and all these yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and so they built this, up a, built up the tech and then the rest of the world yeah. had to catch up. But the Russians don't have that. Remember the Russians back in the day. What what the Russians have they don't have all the technology. They don't have all they have is people. They have yeah. tons and tons and tons of people. Yeah. So the way that they would do it was they would just they would just volley after volley of people until they like ran out of bullets. It's like war they of literally zerged style them. stuff. They literally zerged them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's Damn. it's like that's the worst tactic you could ever have. It's like, hey, this is our tactic. Well, what is it? Well, you know, you get because in that movie too, it's like you get a gun, this guy gets bullets. You get a gun, this guy gets bullets. So you put one bullet in there, and if you if you die, whatever, the other guy picks up your gun. You have yeah. the bullet. It's like it's this weird, like that would never fly nowadays. I'd be like, no, fuck no, I want a gun and bullets. I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> Give me both, yeah. Or I quit yeah. the army. That's actually um, I, I can't remember who I can't remember who said it. I, I think it was one of the German um, high generals, American high generals, or something that said like the the Panzer, the German tank, was like mechanically superior to any tank ever built ever by any other country yeah, but the Amer- but the americans had 10 of their own tanks for every one panzer i've so heard they just that out- yes. they just outnumbered it yeah. yeah so so the germans were like highly industrialized and like could build built a better product but yeah. there was like 10 american quantity tanks for every one quality so it, it didn't matter yeah, yeah. so it was like an old like BMW commercial for the Panzer. <laughs> just like, German engineering. <laughs> Yikes. Who tries it? <laughs> That's basically what the H3 is, right? It's basically what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Hummer, yeah. <laughs> so is that all you've got for uh, your stuff? It's, it's yeah. fascinating to – I mean it's crazy to think that that's not a story. That's reality. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the craziest yeah. thing is like they literally – took like jaywalking <laughs> and made it mm-hmm. to where people died and wars were fought and won and governments overthrown. I mean, granted some of it's not 
just propaganda. Some of it's yeah, literal action. But, but it's almost crazy. always influenced by propaganda. Man, and crazy. the thing that for me, it's, 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 I'm like, man, it's so long ago. And then I'm like, but like Stalin died after my dad was born. I'm like, it's not that fucking long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Died, yeah. Like, same here. Yeah. So it's like my, my, my dad probably like had that on the TV. It was like Stalin's died. And that, like to me, yeah. I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. It <laughs> seems like a, a life, like multiple lifetimes ago. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's unaccessible for me. It's just in history. Right. But it's like, weird well, to like, think of- I would say the equivalent is like when you saw Osama bin Laden die. I guess nowadays is yeah. that like the equivalent? But I, mean, I we guess were, we were all alive when the when the Berlin Wall came down in eighty nine. Oh yeah, but that's it's true. still yeah. it's still but even I, that. I, I was never, little kid. I mean, I was yeah. little kid too. But at the same time, like that's when the quote unquote Cold War kind of ended, right? That's the mm-hmm. kind of the delineation point. But did you feel? Like, did you ever feel like you were in the Cold War in the eighties? No, no. Me either. I was watching He Man and Transformers. I felt like yeah, I felt like I was, I was in an Ninja Turtle commercial. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John, what are you? But I, uh, oh, but, but I did like Rocky Four. What are you saying? Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's too soon. Did you Rocky see, you see that they got that um, that Creed Two. That looks good. It does look good, and they're bringing back Dolph Lundgren. Oh, he's gonna be in it. Are they? It's it's his because I guess the idea is Creed. Creed. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, the first one. But it's. Um, Apollo Creed's son. Not bad. It's okay. pretty good. Yeah. Right. So in the second one, it's still Apollo Creed's son and Rocky's training him, right? That's the premise of the first one, too? Yes. And in the second one, it's Dolph Lundgren and his son against Apollo Creed. Oh, boy. Yeah. No. So it's so it's him getting revenge for... Killing his father. For, for killing his father. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I wonder if, like, the Russian version of movies are, like, we have the... <laughs> The, like the nerdy American is like the enemy or something. Like, like, what do they have? Some scrawny white guy is the enemy. Like, like at least over there, like they're huge, like mammoth dudes that are like massive good enemies. Like, what do they have? Is Dolph yeah, Lundgren like, actually Russian? Yetis. He I think be he's Russian. Ger- I think he's German actually because Dolph's oh, like sounds, a German name. Yeah, it sounds really German. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's German too. But like, he's playing a person that is Russian. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're just he's, like he's big, Swedish like, mammoth guys. I looked it up. Oh, okay, that that kind of makes sense. Have you seen like I always think of when I think of that kind of that kind of guy? I think of that, and I also think of have you seen the movie The Punisher? Uh, Which one? The like the first the movie the the movie that came out. I don't know what it's maybe ten years ago with okay. Thomas Jane. I think. I guess I don't know his actual name, but okay. The 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 bad guy in that and like the first half of it. Is, I've never seen is, the movie. Like, Kevin Nash the is Kevin Nash the wrestler. You should watch the movie. It's 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 insane. <laughs> I'm gonna but, guess I probably shouldn't watch it, but go ahead. You should watch it. You should watch it. <laughs> it's it actually has some pretty cool scenes in it, but uh, there's a like the one of the main bad guys is a Russian guy down the hall, whatever, and he's like it's Kevin Nash, like the wrestler from like wcw or something but he has like a, he has like blonde hair and he's just playing this big russian dude and he's like twice the size of the other guy just like Wait, throws him through john travolta and, in it i don't know if he's in it isn't johnny cash or somebody who's like johnny cash is in it johnny like, cash oh, it's not johnny cash, it's somebody who's like it you should watch it it's actually it's actually pretty I good i feel like if you're gonna put a wrestler in a movie like that you should be john cena he should play a spy and <laughs> because you can't see him that's that joke i don't <laughs> I can't. That's what I, the I glass just, shatters and Steve Austin comes out and just fucking pours a beer down his throat and just stunners you into the oblivion. That's what I want to have happen immediately. Were you a Adam, were you a wrestling guy? Were you a I wrestling? used to when I was a kid. I loved wrestling. John, really? Oh, no, yeah. I hated wrestling. I, I like could I, not get into it. 
me and Adam are like the exact like Adam watched wrestling and I read books when I was a kid. Now, he, now he reads books and I still kind of hate wrestling to be honest. I don't know. I, I just yeah. can't get into that shit. It's, I I, th- I thought it was dumb from the first time I ever because I knew it was somehow I like as soon as I heard of it, it was fake. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's stupid. Yeah, Why do you even watch it? It's fake. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I was thinking. Of. I think about like back it had like now. a lot of it was, like it was, it was like a soap opera. It was drama. Yeah, it was like a lot of drama. In it. Yeah, but What's at the, the same like, time. But, but 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 I I've heard the the fans of wrestling make a good point. They're like, "Well, don't you like watching movies?" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, that's fake too." I'm like, yeah. "All right, I guess you got a point, but But you're not yeah. ever convinced that it's No, like I I go into a movie knowing that it's going to be fake. It's not actually well, happening. I mean, in those front people of me. go into wrestling know it's fake too. Yeah. Do they? That's the thing. Do they? A lot of people, most of them do. Yeah. I know when okay. I was a kid and I watched it too, I knew it was fake. Um, but there were there were certain things that like went over the border being fake that like people got hurt and injured or whatever too. Like some killed, of them died, I, mean, I remember. Yeah, who was I your favorite? Dying. Uh, my favorite wrestler was probably Kane, who was like uh, uh, with Undertaker. Long hair. Yeah. Uh, he, had a mask. Mask. he had a mask for a long time. But I okay. also used to like, I used to like Degeneration X and stuff. With the oh, uh, witches back there, you remember all that shit? I mean, I re- um, yeah. So you were like fans of it in like the mid to late nineties. Yeah, when uh, WWF was like huge. When it was that, still it WWF, was huge. I, I couldn't even name the, the time period like Justin just did. I, I can't. My, I can't, my I can't do neighbors that. across the streets' parents were super into it, so they always get the oh, really? views. And yes, it was <laughs> yeah. like when like you know uh, the thing where people do like the X across their yep. body or whatever. Like it was, that's when that was all popular and like Stone Cold Steve Austin and it was a mm-hmm. huge thing. You'd like drive it on Zambonis or like just smash up a sledgehammer. <laughs> it was oh like, God. it was so entertaining because it was bizarre. Like it was, it was not even like half wrestling. Most of it was just like a drama. Did you guys watch um, the, uh, the um, Andre the Giant documentary? No, is that uh, good? I it's haven't. It's super I, good. It's kind of sad, but it's, really? it's good. Yeah, it I was heard, really good. I heard it was, I heard it was really good. Yeah, I should watch it. Is it all about wrestling though, or is it about like him? And, it's like, mostly about him, personal. but it talks a lot about wrestling to like frame the story because you had right. to, to, to understand his, like, you know, what he was going through. You have to understand where wrestling was and how it evolved. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It was really good. I think it's on Netflix, I think. Going, I was, going, yeah, good. going back to... Going back to Rocky, I just feel like I forgot to make this point, but like Sylvester Stallone just can't let this franchise die. Like, even if like the character of Rocky is too old, he's like, well, let's make his enemy have a son. And now I'll just train his son and we'll just keep the goddamn franchise going. And I can just keep making more goddamn money to buy more goddamn steroids right. to make well, myself let's... look like I have muscles into my goddamn 70s. I mean, let's be honest, great, he's not a good, good actor. He's. No. He's not, but he did write the first Rocky movie, did win him an award. So he does have some brains, but it's like, I feel like he should just let it go at some point. Well, I I mean, yeah, he should. I agree. John, what is your subject? Oh, sorry. Uh, And the other point I was going to make is uh, all movies are just based on like uh, like 80s kids having nostalgia because 80s kids are in their 30s now. And yes. just being all right. You're absolutely stuff. right. That's why superhero movies are crazy because that's what was popular when we were kids. Still love them. Anyways, yeah. um, so um, I had a few different ideas of where I wanted to go with propaganda. Um, I had a feeling you guys would get. I, I had a feeling one of you guys would pick either Nazis or um, communists. So yeah. and um, and so you got me there. So that's fine. Uh, it turns out none of us are going to pick Nazis. Um, so that's cool. Good. Um, here, here's where the here's the idea. So I wanted to play like devil's advocate. So. I was thinking, let's do American propaganda because there's plenty of it, by the way. Yeah. There, but I, I was torn. There's American propaganda. These are the ideas that came into my head. 
I wanted to do cult propaganda, but I couldn't find enough. And I wanted, but then I thought, okay, how about Westboro Baptist Church propaganda? But there's kind of not enough there either. And it's kind of a short topic. Only, only other thing I could find was like anti-marijuana propaganda, which I find pretty fascinating actually, because it's very like easily debunked, but it's not, it's not just not as deep as I'd like it to be, even though it's pretty much very interesting when you start digging into anti-marijuana propaganda that started like in the thirties and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's pretty fascinating as to, as to where it came from because it was basically like started by like the paper companies, you know, and the newspaper companies for that matter. Um, who basically were like saying that like only Mexicans smoke marijuana, you know what I mean? And they're like, oh, <laughs> well, true? Uh, uh, obviously I can't touch marijuana because Mexicans <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm true. A, I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken a census of Mexico. I don't know what they smoke there. So, um, so I decided to go with um, with American propaganda because there's a lot of it actually. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, even as early as um, the Revolutionary War. So, have you guys ever seen the? It's a picture of. This is probably more of a visual thing. It is actually definitely more of a visual thing. But, anyways, um, have you it. Seen, Okay, yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, so, it's a radio program. Audio. So this program. is from. This Paint is from, like, my brain with your words. <laughs> don't, don't definitely don't phrase it like that. <laughs> do not paint. Do not paint his brain. No. So there's a picture. It's a picture of a snake, and it's cutting the, the snake is cut into different pieces, and it, and each piece is one of the different colonies. Yeah, of yeah. Don't the tread original on me, bro, thirteen colonies. No, no, no. Not don't tread on me. Don't tread on me is different. That's the yellow flag with the snake that's coiled, and it's got its head up. And okay. the, the don't that, that's you could call that propaganda too, actually, because I was going to bring that up. But that's the that's saying that's the no taxation without representation thing. Basically, don't tax me unless. Bro. I can have representation in your Congress. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tax and, me, bro. And, and, yeah. <laughs> don't tax me, bro. That's really funny, actually. Um, so, yeah, which that's kind of been bastardized nowadays because I feel like you see that in a lot of like rednecks' houses nowadays. And, yeah. um, yeah, which kind of pisses me off because it actually had a legit reason behind it. So, but, um, but this, this snake is more of a black and white type thing. And it's like, it's so the snake is cut into 13 pieces and each of the 13 pieces is, one of the 13 colonies and it literally says like m s c n c so north carolina south yeah, carolina yeah, I've seen, I've seen maine the, yeah okay yeah yes. this was this was put out by you know the big guy benjamin franklin to as basically to get it's That's it was so propaganda to get it saying a, a snake divided you know is not going to be able to beat great britain right in a war so right. we have to like band together yeah we have to saying we have to band together if we're going to have any chance of like defeating you know, the war machine that was Great Britain at the time, which by Is the way was that Ben Franklin can't do, by the way, uh, bifocals, like a regular post- guy. posters. <laughs> well, he, uh, he should have worn a condom because he did die of STD as a fact. So, but then again, everybody died of STDs back then. So it is what it is. So every that or like either that or like diarrhea or something, you know what I mean? So can you imagine yeah. that's what you have to tell like your loved ones what happened? He died of diarrhea. <laughs> What do you want? Medicine was banned. What do you want? That's just what, like, that's what little kids think you're, what happened. What happened? You die of diarrhea? That's why they call it diarrhea. No, no, no. Come on, stop it. You're dying of, like, the dehydration version of diarrhea. I understand, but little kids don't. That sounds way better. (laughs) Yeah, you're dying of dehydration. That sounds, you know, you you thirsted to death or something. You know what I mean? That's what that really is. Get your shit together, literally. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it together. Um, okay. I found, um, so America was like all about World War One, right? So mm-hmm. they just like jumped right in on World War One. They were just all, they were just going ham on World War One. And I yeah. found, I found a poster and I, I have to, I have to get the image to you guys, by the way. It literally, it's a poster for the United States Navy. Okay. Um, at the bottom of it, it says, be a man and do it. United States Navy recruiting station. It's cool. Now you'd think well, you'd have like, sexist, but sure. you, you, sorry, it's sexist for sexist. sure. What else you got? Well, th- exactly. Because in the poster, you'd think you'd see a man, like a manly man, right? No, it yeah. actually shows a woman and it says at the top, gee, I wish I were a man. I joined the Navy. <laughs> what? I was like, dude, it blew me the fuck it's away. Smart. I was like, what? Are... It's kind of smart. It's a woman wearing like a Navy outfit, but you can tell it's a woman with the long hair and everything. And she's like, gee, I wish I were a man. I joined the Navy. So in a sense, it's saying you're not a man if you don't join the Navy for World right. War One. And I was like, whoa, that is some sexist shit. Hashtag me too. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, and it, you know, falsely suggested that women, you know, could not join anyway. So do you guys remember the phrase um, loose lips sink ships? Yeah. Know it. Yep. Familiar. Yeah. Also from World War Two, actually. And you guys, you guys understand the reference there? Or do you understand um, the implication you, of it? I yeah. Guess? Yes. The idea is that you let go. You don't don't tell what where like where we are secrets because it'll all, eventually it'll give the enemy an upper hand and they'll, they'll sink our ships. What I didn't realize is that this has been modernized actually. Um, so people still kind of use this, and it's loose tweets sink fleets. Oh yeah, that's funny. Are you are you aware of that? No. Is that's that interesting, thing? right? It's a smart way to put it. I, I had no clue. It, I mean, it still rhymes, so that's good. So that that you know, when it rhymes, Americans easily <laughs> tweets, understand it. Tweets, so that's always boats, good. Fleets. <laughs> Wait, I'll is that implying song. that there is that implying there are fleets of ships that are going down based on people's tweets? Well, it probably not whole fleets, but you well, wouldn't want to be like, hey, here we are. It <laughs> just got crazy, crazy me selfie taking a picture inside the Gulf of uh, Gulf of Dangerland. Yeah. yeah. Straight of Gibraltar. <laughs> I don't where, know where wars are. That's where that's where Alaska meets Russia. Like, what do you? <laughs> no, it's not. Straight of Gibraltar is. I think in, so. No, that's where uh, Spain almost meets Africa. Ooh, I think you're right. Well, what's yeah. the strait where Alaska always meets Russia? Uh, straight Bering Strait. Ah, damn it! And uh, I was actually well. thinking of where the where Kuwait is. What is that little piece called? Ooh, that uh, that's the the peninsula. The, the the that's the Gaza Strip. No, I don't think so. It's probably wrong. That's also probably wrong. Um, <laughs> do you guys don't know? Do you, Ge- you guys geography? know the most... Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You... That's a big time no. For do me. You guys... Can you guys name the most famous piece of American propaganda ever? I want you. Is it? Yeah, is it the lady? It's not bad. It's Uncle, it's Uncle Sam. I want you. You guys named well. You guys named two different ones there. Yeah, we did. Are they both wrong? Well, no, they're both. Well, one of them's right. Odin. But, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Um, my, uh, I, you know, I, I, I would say this is the most famous film. But actually, when Justin mentioned the "I want you" thing, that might actually fall in line. But I was, I was going with the Rosie the Riveter one actually for World oh, yeah, War Two. That is that one's yes. Yeah, that was actually so. That was obviously used during World War II, and uh, to get women to actually join the war effort by going to work while their men went off to a war. You know, so like we'll build them the planes and stuff, and we'll build right. them the guns, and 
they can actually do all the fighting and stuff. But it's actually, I mean, considering the time period, I thought it was pretty fascinating. Like women were still very much like oppressed back then. Right. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's actually very like doesn't really fall in with the times, to be honest. Um, It was actually repurposed in the 80s um, as part of the feminist movement. So I don't know. That's uh, that's what I consider the most famous. Almost right. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. But still. But it says we can do it. And it's a woman like, you know, rolling up her sleeves and flexing her bicep and stuff. So it's like, um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty fascinating. I I never like realized it. I like read, you know, more into it and stuff like it's kind of the most famous American propaganda. And it's actually very uh, ahead of its time. Like the 40s was like not you know, women were like still getting like beaten and stuff right. back then by their husbands. And it was like, cool, you know, well, right, not cool, yeah. but it was like, yeah. nobody, nobody cared. Cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the way, it's the way he said cool. <laughs> Just like a little me. kid excited. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Rosie, you get to fucking work and build me those goddamn planes. God damn it, John. Punch, punch, punch. Cool! Get her, cool. Dad! <laughs> uh, it's, such a, it's such a sick joke. I don't know if we have to cut that out or not, but that's really nah, funny. It's fine. I, I'm obviously joking. That is not cool. <laughs> No, well, it's I think not I should cool, have to but... say out loud, it is not cool to beat your wife. No, it is not but cool. That is I make how clear. I feel. The, Don't the, beat the your research wife. Indes- the Research and Destroy podcast does not condone um, marital. Stance, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, it's our official stance. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, cool. so <laughs> I found a really cool, like in the same time frame. Like, like America, I don't think really puts, well, I was going to say America doesn't put out propaganda anymore, but Justin sort of proved me wrong, actually. So, but. Is that? Um, well, you, you mentioned the, uh, the that song that, that said... I think you know, they're less uh, obvious with it now. Like, yeah, World so, War II propaganda was like in-your-face propaganda. It's right... Yeah. So speaking of in-your-face propaganda, so, so right after World War II, obviously, we're like, you know, our new enemy is the Russians, right? We're like, well, we just were on their side, but now we got them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... So communism is like awesome, or well, not awesome, but it's really cool in 1947 to like hate, you know, communism. Cool. (laughs) So there's literally there's literally this poster, and it's it's it just says uh, on on the on the bottom says America under communism. This is actually I'm sorry, this isn't a poster. This is a comic book that was put out, 48 pages long. It's a cautionary tale, like an anti-communism cautionary tale, 48 page comic book. Cover of it. It's so dramatic, so dramatic. And there's actually a black guy in the front, which I was a little surprised about because I thought like we just the hated time. them too back then. Yeah, yeah it was, it's still a little surprising. But um, but he's an American victim in on the front of the comic book. So mm-hmm. it says on the bottom, America under communism, exclamation point. And at the top, it says, is this tomorrow? In like giant fucking letters with no, no question mark, by the way. And it just shows the American flag like engulfed in flames. And like these like evil looking Russian dudes, like cartoony looking Russian dudes, just like, choking the shit out of like american looking people and you're like oh my god right they make them look like monsters right yes yes it's if it's it was a propaganda comic strip about the uh, i'm 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 have trouble with this word sovietification of america dude like that was that was a word they used actually like sovietification which i've never heard before actually well they call it um, yeah. yeah It's, it's weird someone, that right there's a terms for all these things yeah that's true yeah which means making them fatter essentially so. but uh 
I'm the like funniest. Self, I'm a self-Americanizing American. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't care that you're getting American enough. Like you're no. just like, bring on more America. Yeah, bring me so, some like, more. So um, like the funniest propaganda, and I'd never heard of this before, by the way. Um, and I'm kind of surprised because this is like right in my generation or our generation, I should say. Do you guys remember a video game called America's Army? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, it's a shooter mm. game. It like I've a never heard of this game. ever. It, it Actually, came out. In, yeah, it was popular. Ninety. It came out in '99. Yeah, yeah. It was but a it recruitment tool until, by the American by the Army. Yeah, and it lasted until 2013. Yes. This is what is like so baffling to me when I started researching propaganda is that like it is so prevalent like even now like up until 2018 like the weird it's like you'd think that propaganda would be so easily spotted and we could just say oh that's just propaganda don't be silly i don't have to fall for that i could think for myself but like it is like like in your face and it people are still fucking falling for it this game looks ridiculous i would never want to play this in my life it's rated t for teen but i still don't want to play it (laughs) (laughs) story of john's life See that girl over there? She's ready to see for teen. Still want to play it, but I won't. John, the things you say. <laughs> You're welcome. Dude, uh, you know, I was thinking you were just talking about propaganda that we don't even like. We, I don't even think about it as propaganda, but like last, uh, when was it? We were talking about the Catholic Church released a Pokemon Go clone. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, propaganda. I remember this. It's yeah, Christian it propaganda. That's the whole yeah. point of it is not... For people to have fun, it's literally to recruit people to Catholicism. What was the object of that game? You have to catch like you had to all catch twelve saints. apostles or something. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. another good one would have been you basically good. catch twelve of them and you're done. Like that's like right. ISIS, yeah. ISIS does the ISIS does propaganda <laughs> too, right? Like I mean, they have their own Facebook group. They have all their stuff. They get propaganda to pull people into How ISIS too. Does that's anyone like... that has ever seen the news ever be like ISIS? Isn't that bad? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I get... Like any Westerner, because you always hear about like girls from britain ending up in isis like how the fuck does that happen (laughs) yeah Yeah, i don't get it because they they basically end like loners right and loners are going to be everywhere right there's always there's always people in every society that are just like i don't want to participate i'm a loner uh i'm an outcast nobody likes me who's going to take me and then that's when isis is like we'll take you you know what i mean is that what it is is that how they get them I, you know, I, I think so because I can't think of another, but like if you take ISIS and you mass market it, like nobody, like that's stupid. Nobody wants that shit, but they have to like, ugh, I don't know. I, I think maybe I'm giving ISIS more credit than it does for their marketing like, how employees. How do you think that their... your life is going to be better in ISIS, especially as a woman? Yeah. Well, that's, I mean. Terrible. It, I just, I'm well, surprised. It, so I'm always so f- surprised at that. I mean, if you're a woman in England, that's not getting attention to men. And you go to um, Saudi Arabia and you're getting at least some attention from men, even if it's them throwing rocks at you. I mean, in a <laughs> desert. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying like like in a desert, you'll you'll drink the sand if there's no water. Right. So like, I mean, I'm not, not, not well, I'm, I'm saying like, you know, if you're if you're desperate for something, you know, if you want attention, if you want acceptance, all that stuff, like they have the right propaganda to get you into that. I suppose that's true. I feel like nowadays there's like a group for everything. Just let people the online community know what you're into, and there's gonna be a group for it. It's not hard to be accepted nowadays. It's called Reddit. Right. People don't have. Unfortunately, go see a therapist. You know how much cheaper that is. Go find a group about people that you like. I don't care what the hell is. If you wear bunny costumes, there's a group for it. If you join ISIS, do they like pay you to go to wherever ISIS is at? Probably. I I want to say no. 
Uh, they have to give you something. They can't. Think, their, their whole their whole thing can't just be like, "Come on down to the desert where we kill people." I thought your <laughs> payment was the seventies. <laughs> what if it was though? <laughs> Come on down. This is never going to work, Chief. You have no idea how successful we are right now. <laughs> All we did was say we're in a desert and we're killing people, and they just keep showing up in droves. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. I don't. I don't get it. Well, know. it's 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 like I said, it's people that are desperate for something like they want some sort of meaning, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's not for me. Obviously, uh, I don't need ISIS like I I'm just, you know, I'm part of the cult of Netflix, like whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you yeah. tried every other option in the universe? That's the thing do that because honestly, I think the desert, first of all, is near the bottom of my list of places to go to live <laughs> ever. And yeah. then you're going to be killing people on top of it. Yes. So it's like that's the last thing that I want to do. One of the last <laughs> things that I want to do too. Like these are both in the bottom of my list. Wouldn't you try every other option in the world prior to those two things? Like the people that are recruiting, like teenagers and twenties and thirties, whatever. It's like I guarantee you, you haven't tried like fucking curling or something. Like <laughs> but do something first well, and see if know. that's your calling. Desert <laughs> curling. <laughs> I may go ISIS on that one. Actually, I, yeah. Yeah, I may have to. <laughs> I may have to take. I may have to take the unpopular opinion there. As a so. You ever curled in the desert? It's, it's an yeah, experience. Right. Very yeah, difficult. Don't drink the curling if you're thirsty enough. Um, <laughs> hey, that's not. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. Uh, carry, carry on. I don't remember how we got on the ISIS. What were we even talking about? No, I mean, uh, honestly, as far as like American propaganda, that oh, was right. the coolest thing I've ever seen is this America's army game. Like, uh, I guess it's, bit, but honestly, like, it, it's probably just a lesser version of what is the game every, every like bro plays nowadays? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. So that's basically the same thing, right? It's just it's a, it's a it's a yeah, game it where just you're... A, it was just a war game, yeah, shooter game, yeah. Where yeah, you get the you always need enemies, and then you need realistic enemies. So you're gonna pick real enemies like from Russia or from whatever it is from past skirmishes or past wars or past whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's better and then than when making you're up like a country and just putting it in because then it has no grounding. But then when you're done with the game, like you're just kind of, you know, you can go on living. That's that's what the awesome part of it is, actually, and having all your limbs and all that shit. So, yeah, right. right. Yeah, I mean, that's the but you, I mean, the idea is you're just marketing works, you know, and it's people yeah. playing video games or tend to be not always, but plenty of people in their early 20s with no direction looking for a career. And the thing is, it's it's not just like it says America's Army. I've never played it, but I'm sure it's like pays for your college, does this, da da da. Did you know? Like it's got loading yeah. screen tips or something. Yeah. And then it starts sounding good to you. It's the opposite yeah. of that song trying to tell you you're going to get murdered when you come to America. It's all it's romanticized. It's not tell, they're not sitting there going you're going to get shot at. Yeah. I saw a comedian somewhere say, or maybe it was something on uh, on Reddit or something, but it was essentially like that commercial of Go Army. You know. It's like a minute yeah. and a half mm-hmm. long and it's them doing all this cool ass stuff where they're like jumping into the ocean in a wetsuit and doing all that's like five minutes. That's the best five or best one and a half minutes they could get out of many people's lives over a year. Most of it's standing around doing nothing or getting shot at in super dangerous it's situations. True. Yeah. And yeah. like scrubbing bathroom floors with the toothbrush or something right. like that. Yeah. We, yeah. Done military stuff too with the army things too, because right, because isn't it like the army the ones that fund like the the singing before baseball games and football games and shit like that too. Isn't like all I that believe, shit like sponsored by the military I, now? Yes, that is correct. The football games thing, um, that was the army inserting themselves into that. So basically the only reason that we sing 
national anthem. I, I don't know if it's a baseball too, but football for sure. Uh, I think the only reason that we sing the national anthem is because of the fact that like the, um, the Pentagon or, you know, the, the armed services had to like insert that in there. Basically they, they paid, yeah, they paid to do that. Spot. Yeah. They paid for it. Yeah. And they it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's propaganda. It's the most popular sport in America. And yeah. so they're like, well, if we, and, and it's funny. I heard recently that the, there's a real recruitment problem. Like um, recruitment has dropped like dramatically. Like people are just like, I don't give a shit about going to join the service, the armed services anymore. There's like, I, I can I stay here. Duty, bitch. I have Call of Duty. I have like <laughs> Netflix. I, I can watch whatever the fuck I want whenever Tinder. So I can get laid whenever the hell I want. I, I like, there's so much like awesome shit. Like, why do I need to join? Like, what am I, what am I fighting for anymore? What's the point? I think yeah, there's also like a there's a lack of clear direction about where the military is going to be focused right now because like yeah what the fuck is the war on terror first of all that's 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 a war on on a on an abstract noun like what how do you it's like the, <laughs> it's like the war on before it's like the war on drugs it's like yeah. what does that even mean how do you kill drugs like these things don't mean anything well, you know I mean that I, is proof that, that that is proof that propaganda is no longer like in the age of like the of the information age like propaganda is no it's like viable it, it's not going to work it's anymore. Not as immediately yeah it's not as immediately marketable like that. you can't you can't do it yeah because you can't be as overt with it that's the big thing yeah exactly yeah so just you like know. advertising used to be very obvious and in your face yes yeah. they could Smoke literally say this product is Right. This or well, I mean that just they could say this product is the best. That would be the yes. ad, right? That would be the whole ad. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, whatever it is, uh Dove soap is the best. That's the yeah. ad. They show a picture of happy people using it. Yeah. Maybe have a fucking page of text, because that's how they used to do it, describing how good <laughs> yeah, clean true. things get. Yeah. Well, that's how propaganda used to be too, because it's just they follow the same trends. They have to. Because people get wise and get like, you know, a lot of my work is designing I, I make websites for a living, and so I have to design places. I have to design information because people are so impatient. Your your site, like if you don't, if your page doesn't load, if they don't find at least something they think they can get to what they're looking for on your website in the first few seconds, they'll leave your website. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, something like fifteen seconds is as long as somebody will give your website before they're like, "I went the wrong way." Yeah. So I'll ask you guys this: What is 2018's version of propaganda? Like what YouTube comments, like we're talking about before in Russia and stuff like that. It's just like Facebook and social media. It's just like subversive commentary that exists on the internet. I think lock her up. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say like the lock her up thing, but, yeah, that's, but, but even that's like a throwback to like what previous dictators and, 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 uh, yeah, it's, yes. have done. it's small, it's quick. It's like effective and it's, re it's repeatable. And, and then it goes viral and the people, everybody has it. So in a way, propaganda kind of hasn't changed, really. It's kind of the I mean, same thing. I mean, that's huge propaganda. And, but no, I mean, manipulating people is manipulating people. You know, I mean, yeah. for better, I mean, maliciously or tweets, not. Right? There's a reason Trump, Trump tweets and doesn't write a newspaper article. He's, it's he's, 104 he's characters. Where, well, that's where people he's are. Modern propaganda. Yeah, yeah he's in yeah. the modern way yes. of doing it. People yeah. aren't, I mean, people aren't going to read a whole newspaper article. It needs to be bite-sized. It needs to be shareable. It needs to be, right. Yeah. Right to, to the point. A, Right. Yeah. So Twitter, right. I, mean, I guess. Well, like we have at my work, they write titles for things that are like two, two or three lines long. I'm like, how much time do you think these people are going to spend reading? Like, <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds like me being like impatient, but literally the world it's has nice. trained, has been trained and, and funneled yeah. down to just be faster. Yeah. And if, and if we're all being honest, like 
there's a lot of uh there's it's easy to be <sighs> words are such an easy thing to manipulate um so you know it, it, so when you say two or three lines you, you you're you're i mean i get what you're saying like you know it, it sounds like we've all become lazy but honestly you have to sort of be more efficient with words to get your point across like you're right like because there's so Trump, much noise people don't have time yes. for it all and, and and Trump won because like he just made the most noise in the shortest amount of time. So these people that were like, I mean, I I get it. Like, I, I, well, that, well, that I mean, I, honestly, that's, that's probably not the only reason he won. You know, no, I mean, he, uh, there, his message there, resonated with a lot of people that felt underrepresented, even though I mean, really they've got it fine, but they feel like they don't. Too, that's kind of interesting too. Is that things sort sources before uh, new technologies and new ways of uh, getting information across typically begins with people that are intelligent that create a new thing and then the the hip modern people are using that and the young people are using that thing right like newspapers back in the day would get a newspaper it was all like it was much more like factual stuff this is what's happening there's a circus coming there's whatever there's a new nice. medical blah 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 and then eventually people like are like oh cool we can use this to manipulate people Snake and then oil. it's like then the internet got created by a bunch of nerds and they everyone used it like hackers <laughs> and they want to use it for like for doing like all this internet stuff that was like for information sharing blah, blah, blah. and then it's like now it's for everybody and now like people are like oh we can advertise on the internet let's put advertisements everywhere and we'll, we'll do that and now it's like oh twitter in the beginning was just for like celebrities and and just posting whatever your stuff is and they're like oh that's a platform i can use for propaganda so it's like all these new people do that first and then all of a sudden people realize oh this is exploitable in a way that i can reach a bunch of people very promptly and i can use this as a tool and that's what propaganda just does. It just piggybacks on these different networks to provide their bias toward a thing. And some of them that are people that are famous, like politicians or whatever, get a lot of followers. So it's easy to spread that word. So it's just all yeah. of a sudden, boom, a million people fucking see this thing immediately. Yeah. Well, we used to talk it, about that, you know, to get famous in the 50s or whatever, there were three TV stations or whenever the TV came out. I don't know. I say 50s, yeah. but there were three TV stations, right? In the whenever that came out. And so you had to like go through like you had to be the one of the few people chosen to be on one of those three stations. And now you can have an audience of millions, like you just said, from yep. your phone, from the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like that's how yeah. un uh, – I mean granted you have to have be creating content that people want, yeah. right? Or at least want to see even if they don't really want it. I mean plenty of people follow Trump that don't agree with him just so they can disagree with sure. him when they see it. I do this. I do exactly that actually. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but even in like the the example before with the with the Russian propaganda with the trains, like this, you you might see trains here and there just like transporting coal, but all of a sudden you see a train that stops next to you and puts on a show for you, nice. and that show just happens to be propaganda for the thing. You're you're like, all of a sudden you're like, this is the first time I've seen this, and now I associate it with this, and this is what I stand for. Like this is the only thing I know of. Like I get it. This is. This is cool. I, I know I have a place now. Boom, cool. I'm a fucking communist. <laughs> cool, I'm a communist. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, I'm sure like if that kept on happening and that the message kept changing, they'd be like, wait a minute, what the hell's happening? Which is just like, you get, it's just like muscle memory. It's just like when you go to the gym and you keep doing this work, the same muscles out again, you have to, you have to like confuse your muscles by doing different things. You lost me. Muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot your, your fat elbows phase, but uh, but your fat elbows phase. <laughs> I think they're he said fat, Elvis, they're but nice. But, but, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think he said Elvis, but I'm pretty sure Justin has fat elbows too. You see your fat weenus face, yeah, for sure. You got a fat elbow face. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, your face, your face is like a fucking fat elbow. 
Uh, just but your brain your brain's a muscle too so like you you, you get used to stuff you got to change it up to get that same thing across you fat, <laughs> fat elbow bastard <laughs> fat, what is a, oh my god all right yeah you're right and and propaganda people are keeping up with the i mean p- successful people are the ones keeping up with modern forms of communication modern methods of communication whether it's the technology or the structure of it or you know is propaganda dying though, or is it just evolving into something else? No, I think, I think people are going to keep being able to be manipulated. So, yeah, I think it's yeah. going to evolve along with the technology. Well, that's you just depressing. have to you just have to just change your tactics because people get smart in the way the classic ways of those things. Right, they across. get wise to it. They, they don't fall for it's the just snake oil. Ways. Right. It's yeah. It's it's the same. I, I would say it's like the it's the more intense version of advertising. Right. I mean, if you think about yeah. it. Well, like when they when banners used to show up on websites and at the top it would have a big graphic that said free iPod Nano, free iPod Nano, free iPod Nano, yeah. right? When that <laughs> yeah. when you first saw that and grant and like it always happens to like parents, they click it. And you might like see it the first time and be like, wait, like I'm I did at one point the first time I saw that or whatever, the first few times I saw that I didn't know it wasn't legitimate. Sure. Yeah. I didn't yeah, like yeah. follow it through and like lose any download any files or install any programs. Like I knew enough not to do that, but like you know. You didn't know, like, yeah. well, how is that? Po-? But then, of course, some people just have common sense. Like now, I have, I'm savvy about it. I know anything like that's too good to be true. Yeah. The modern, the modern propaganda now is those ads that doctors in your area code are are baffled yeah. by this, uh, by this, uh, this treatment. You know what I mean? Something yeah, like, like that, spam. or like, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. I haven't seen an ad in. <laughs> I got the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the I hear spam you. blocker, but. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, I have to turn one off because it's like affecting my si- a site I'm working on or something. Yeah, and I have to turn it off, and all of a sudden I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's <laughs> a million. But like, oh, the, the reason I started talking words. about banners is that if you put a, a big graphic at the top of your website in like certain areas, your your the practice of people seeing them and being used to ads being there, you get what's called banner blindness. Like, use your users of your website will have banner, and they'll stop seeing it. They'll learn, yeah. They've learned to train their brain to just skip right past any big flashy, especially moving graphic up at the top of a page because you just uh-huh. know it's an ad that's not real. It's it's some shit. Yeah. So you've, you've learned yeah, to just look it. away from it. Yeah, so they, that's that they have all these different uh, – and it's, it's a term called banner blindness where you will literally – people will stop uh, even noticing it. Yeah. And so you have to put them in I different mean, places or do different things or make it play sound or make it – Fill your whole screen now. That's what they fucking do. You go there and they fill up a thing that says like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of really bad user practices that happen on websites. Websites, because it's just, that's where everybody is. Um, You know, I mean like Facebook is, Facebook is powered by ads and selling your data and the, the, the way they, the way they, they, they constantly like, remember when, I don't know if you remember, but like at some point they made it where videos auto started playing with sound. Yep. Yeah, now they've since, I remember. They've since changed that because everybody hated it. Yeah. But they do start autoplaying. They just don't play with sound anymore. Yeah. Is, is the new propaganda machine um, things like Cambridge Analytica? Um, Cambridge Analytica was – I mean like that was a very overt one, right? But is that, but was, is that, the, that was manipulating it, Facebook, right? But is that the modern day propaganda? Because like propaganda have to manip- get like like under the – underneath well, you're saying data based on data seeing? sciences yes i'm sure yeah. that is they using data like because with social media people you're you are the product that's why it's free right that's that's mm-hmm. the thing you yeah. are the product your information is the product so that's what the company is selling to someone else you're just the coal mine they're mining <laughs> right yeah. 
<clears throat> so clean they, coal. Some of us. Well, they're trying to figure out ways to advertise to you, and they're trying to figure out your habits. They're trying but to figure for a long out, time, they didn't advertise, and the information they were time, gathering yeah, yeah. was usage patterns and behavior, and and not yeah. now what they've now, but they're still yeah, they're selling your data to advertisers now. Yeah, maybe not directly, now it's, but. That's why it's, but that's why it's just so many people on that people on it too that are get affected by the propaganda that may exist overseas or whatever too because it's mm-hmm. just like they're doing this they're using the same thing that advertisers are using they're just using the same platform yes so they're just gonna get their message out there like uh, and so have, yeah have, just you, have you ever heard of um doing uh, what is it called uh native advertising it's when you're like in a magazine it looks like an article in the magazine but at the yes. very bottom or the very top it says like paid advertising. Dude, but it, uh, but like, it's designed oh, yeah, to look yes. like it's CNN designed to look like content. everywhere now. Who yeah. does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. CNN. Oh, the bottom it? of the website. Oh, I have no idea. It's like there's a story, paid story, story, oh, actual paid story, and like it drives Oof. me insane. I can't. Yeah. That's why. I mean, one of the reasons why I don't watch the news of anything anymore. Uh, but I cannot stand <sighs> it. But it's like paid. Yeah. It's not paid story. It's called advertisement. <laughs> yes. But yes. That's... It, 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 it's like a two-page advertisement, but it looks like an art should appear in that magazine essentially. Yes, and it's yeah, the idea yeah. is that the user Diabolical. won't be discerning enough, the reader won't be discerning enough to know that it's not just part of the magazine. And it's, it's deceptive. It's deceptive. And Super it didn't deceptive. You, it didn't used to have to say paid advertising and then I think there I want to say there's some law now that says you have to. Yeah. But that's what it, it has to look like organic stuff that you stuff you were seeking out anyways. So if yeah. you were trying to read that magazine and they put that in they're, they're like tricking you. Which people don't yeah. like being tricked. So when they realize it, they're like, bah. Yeah. You know. But that that's, happens but on what, social media too. Where... That's a small percentage of people though that actually realize that. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't – it's so funny, man. I don't like being um, – like falling prey to it so much that like <laughs> if I see somebody like linking me to a website, like, hey, man, I really like this website. I will purposefully Google the website myself instead yeah. of clicking that link just not to give the tracking credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's an it's a stupid thing i do but it's uh but I like oh, so the point i was making was that the um you know you're the 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 propaganda now is on social media looking in the forms of like memes and like shared articles and like because people yeah. don't read full articles so like the headline can be all you take away from it like that was that's a big point of contention with the uh stuff on facebook in russia is that people were sharing completely baseless articles where the headlines Mm -hmm. seemed to tell the whole story but it was a non-story or completely false or a half truth or whatever it's i don't know and i think it was stalin who said uh if you make the lie big enough everyone will believe it yeah sounds right to me yeah hello oh no sorry no yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, he he said something along those lines for like you know tell a small lie you know you get a few people believe it and then it just gets debunked real quick but you tell a big lie on a grand scale like hillary's emails you know what i mean then everybody's like oh well that that could be true like i can't disprove it so i'm sure trump knows more about it than i do you know what i mean so i would not be so sure yeah but yeah Yeah, well i mean the point is like i i am on facebook and i see and i'm pretty savvy when it comes to things that are on things like i I'm just not trusting of things or I know I've, I've got enough. I've got a good head on my shoulders about those things, <clears throat> but I have family that doesn't and they'll share things that are yeah. completely Likewise. false. And I'll just, you know, my, my, it may be obnoxious, but it's not like I'm correcting their spelling, but I don't want them to keep sharing false things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I have some cousins that were sharing, like just sh- straight up sharing complete fabricated stuff. Like it was true. Mm. Yeah. Being like, mm-hmm. God damn right. 
And I'm yeah. just like, but that's all wrong though. It's goddamn yeah. wrong. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you have to ignore it actually. I, yeah. Stop responding. I'd rather show them and that's, you know, it's hard to convince someone by showing them facts. You get uh, whatever it's called. I don't, I, I don't think, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think you tough to argue it because you know, you don't technically know the full story either. So it's tough. So they're like, well, prove it to me. You know what I mean? Like, well, I, I can't to you, but they can't prove it to you. They can't prove their point to you either. So you it's know what like, it is. And it, even if you could, it's not about the facts for a lot of people. It's no. the emotional feeling, feelings. the gut feeling yeah. got out of it. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm Absolutely. not, I, I am, I, everybody decides by emotion, but I definitely weigh facts. Some people. Yes. Uh, I read an article or something that was like, I was like, what, what make people, choose re- like conservative republic at the time it was republican democrat conservative values versus uh liberal values and the the somebody studied it and the basic thing is people that tend to be more <laughs> sounds like a, a diss but people that tend to be more logical tend to be more liberal yeah and yeah. also it also trends education wise more educated more liberal yeah um and people that decide with their gut less with their logic tend to be more republican but if I were super conservative, I would say that you're just spitting liberal propaganda at me right now. Right. That's but that's propaganda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah. Is like that's what they've done. Is that's the what was the Len, Lenkoism? What is it, Adam? A Lysenkoism. Lysenkoism. Right. Where it's like just it's say what they're saying word. is yeah, it's crazy. Just you know, just disprove like just take it everything. Just be like, nah. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> that's the response. Yeah. Is little kid. Nah. Like, nope. Yeah, right. nuh-uh. Like, I know, I know you are, but what am I? Does that mean I'm going to have blonde hair? Nope. <laughs> well, but it's like, I, so, but I but it, I thought it was fascinating. Grain, there was, what is it? It's like, can I get some grain, please? Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. No, but it is um, It is fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah. And it's it's depressing. It's also depressing. Yeah. That's, I have a, I also have a very big aversion to advertising and all that kind of stuff, too. I, one of the big reasons why I don't I mean, obviously ad blockers are a big deal, but I don't like going to the new really watching the news anymore. I don't like going to even the news sites, like whenever I can avoid it because I know it's on both sides now and it's just it's everywhere and it's just like it's a nightmare for my brain. Which is you aggravated. guys ever notice oh. you guys ever notice when there's like a new weird trend um with something like like let's, let's just as an example, all of a sudden like I notice like like there's a lot of like um uh, hygienic products that have charcoal in them all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think that's like, is that propaganda or do you think there's like actual science behind something along those lines? Because like it just sort of happened all of a sudden, like all science. this stuff is like charcoal in it. Could be fad um, for your skin. I think it's a fad. Like, I mean, fad? what it is, is it's like, it's like essential oils, right? Yeah. Right. So that's another fad that's also not based on science. Um, yeah. Right. Like everything has activated charcoal in it, like face washes and stuff yeah. like that, right? What is that? Well, is it real? Is that what you're asking me? <laughs> Because you're asking well, the wrongest person. I don't use products like that, but no. But but I'm wondering if there's like if there's like something behind it. Like like I, this is my concern. But so like so the 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 coal industry is dying, right? And, and yeah. e- 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 even but, if Trump hadn't brought it up, like 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 the coal industry has less employees than Arby's, right? So the coal is dying slowly but surely. It's just a thing that's happening. So if they're looking for a way to still make money, they're like, why don't we just say that coal has this property to it and we'll put it well, in the cleaning product. Coal does have some Maybe. properties. Like it's, because it is, they make carbon charcoal based. filters, right? Yeah, that's true. So like, yeah. I think that that is a real thing. And so people like, Oh, it cleans things. And then I think the marketing mm-hmm. just extrapolates on that. And it's like, 
a loose mental connection, but I, I would be surprised to find like a ton of science behind it. Like it, it, it's showing up in like toothpaste <laughs> With bleach. And stuff. Put it in your face. Yes. <laughs> yeah, good idea, cool. bad idea. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ooh. Anyways, are you guys ready to shut this pitch down? Show Ex- enough. Excuse right. me. Yeah, you can. <laughs> All right. How dare you? Hashtag me too. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any questions or you want to send us something that you heard today and you want to talk about it and bring up a point or maybe correct us on something, you can email us at show at researchanddestroypodcast.com. You can find us on facebook.com slash researchanddestroypodcast. You can get our website, uh, researchanddestroypodcast.com, like I said. Uh, you can get all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you like this episode, please go there and rate us five stars. Thanks. We have many outlets for our propaganda. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thanks. Yes, we can. It's your story now. You, you, You decide what is right.